Welcome back to the DM3 Report Podcast. On this episode, we discuss everything Avengers Campus Paris, from the attraction to the food, merchandise, entertainment, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the DFP Report Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 4, and um, well, Jeff is already asking what the hell is going on. Patrick uh, looked like he slapped himself, but I know he didn't. But it, I was just coughing. I was getting well, ready you need, for my, my on 10. I was just ready, getting ready, getting my, my beautiful voice ready to speak to the, to the lovely listeners. That's all I was saying. You do need a good slap before starting this podcast. <laughs> I'm here joined today again by uh, our lovely uh, co-host Jeff from DLP Town Square. Hello. And Patrick from the GLP Report team, who is who is now cuffed and slept himself. Hi, everybody. And we have a special guest today. It's Arvid from Travel to the Magic. You may know him from Twitter, Facebook. I don't know, Arvid. What platform are you on? Well, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever okay. I can find time to post stuff on. So yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, and today, obviously, uh, is our first episode since the grand opening of uh, Marvel Avengers Campus Paris. That's a mouthful. Uh, so this episode will be discussing everything Avengers Campus. And uh, you're in luck because we have all been there uh, several times. So we are now experts. Really. <laughs> uh, guys. You were all here on opening weekend. This is going to be our first, um, our first topic, uh, press weekends. We all were at press weekend. Um, it was July 10. Uh, Arvin and I got lucky enough to go to the Saturday night party. It was kind of a blur to me, but it was fun. What did you think? It, it was definitely a blur the day after. Yeah, it was, a, it was a late night. It was an early morning the day after again to be back at the panel. And yeah. We, but it, we, was, it was great. We parted it out with Brie Larson. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her once from a distance, but uh, she was there. Um, no, it was, it was on a re- Sunday as well. She was just walking around the campus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I remember dashing out of Stark Factory to <laughs> take a photo of her. <laughs> I was like standing there. I was watching, uh, I think it was like the Thor show. And she was like, oh, excuse me. Oh, well, her handler was. She wasn't excusing. <laughs> no. Well, she seems... Um, <laughs> Since we're talking about Brie, she seemed absolutely lovely every time I've seen her. And in all the videos that I've seen, she did that um, sort of a surprise the cast video and everything. She seems absolutely lovely. And the best part is that she seems to be so into it. She loves being Captain Marvel. She loves Marvel. She loves being there. You could really see it. And it's really nice to see from celebrities who... Usually, I mean, not usually, but some celebrities will just show up at an event and be like, hi, hello, cool, bye. Uh, but she genuinely just wanted to be there. And she, was doing, she was doing like live stories from the park, just like geeking out over just everything. Um, yeah. so, so there was actually a celebrity, though, that was a little bit to what you just said, Ben, right? It was a was one of the other celebrities on the Quinjet platform, the same oh. night Brie was being. Pretty nice. I'm not going to mention his name, but we might all know who it was. The one who shall not be named. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'll say it. Bob Chapek was there. And um, yeah, it was weird seeing him in person. He does look, I'm not going to say anything. Um, he was there. He was there. He was yeah. there. He was the Pride, in... everybody's favorite Lion King show. <laughs> yeah. He was, um, 
you know, I mean, but, I, but like, even just to call Devil's Advocate, I think it would have been really bad form if he hadn't have turned up because this is like, this is a big, big, like, like milestone for Disneyland Paris. So, you know, I know like the fans aren't really crazy about him, and I know the business is, is kind of going a bit weird at the minute, but I thought it was still like pretty cool that at least because, you know, he, he could have just sent a video well, message. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, you know, Disney Paris, in, specifically since it's been taken over by the Walt Disney Company in 2017, 2018, I think it's I think it's nice to see a little bit more kind of like enthusiasm from the Walt Disney Company for Disney Paris. So, you know, I, I understand that people are crazy fans of Bob Chapek, but I still thought it was nice that he bothered to come. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it, it was nice. It was just the feeling I had when he was doing his little speech. It was just not as organic and nice as with Brie Larson, for instance. And Brie really was there. She had present. It seemed like she was really excited to be there. And we saw that later on. But with, with him, I just had to feel like he just got off the plane. Like I just got off the plane. That was I, I, I was on for nine hours and I'm just really tired. I want to go to bed. I mean, do you remember the presentation at D23? Like he is not a good public speaker. Um, yeah. I think that's just how he is. He just comes out as like a weird, like soulless robot when he starts speaking and, um, um he's got to brush up on that because he's doing stuff in a month's time in yeah. d23 he's presenting also, the legends know, panel I, I agree with you patrick that it's it's actually really a good symbol that he came and also um it is kind of a low risk event for him it was a party with you know vips and invited media uh he was not going to get eggs at this party <laughs> You know, I don't know. <laughs> I hope they're searching bags at D23. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I don't think anybody will do it. I mean, it's always big talk, but you, you're not going to resort to physical altercations with such a person. I, I, mean, I feel, I feel I, like it's going to be muted applause. But yeah. yeah, like, you know, like, I feel like all these criticisms, like, again, I'm not defending Bob Chapek, but I feel like all these criticisms that some people or some vocal fans have about him, I like, you know, D- disagree with the, the with the with the with the with the acts or what what the person does, but not like you know I've seen th- people saying quite nasty things about you know I saw some tweets going around about how he looked or how he was or blah blah blah. I'm like you know okay, criticize the speech, not the person. Criticize yeah. the, what he does. Oh, absolutely, what he is. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like I feel like some you know in in the Paris community and and in the theme park community in general i do think there are people that really just need to remember you can criticize what the person does but like you need the person out of it. like do you know what i mean like physical looks and all that kind of how someone talks and, and blah 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 i'm like oh you know like that, I'm, I'm less cool with that so like you know i think i think it's going to be interesting in d23 to see how like because i feel like in america the american fan base is like a part of the american fan base is like properly riled up against bob chapek and like you said i think it was like it was it was a low risk situation to wheel him out in paris in a situation where 90 percent of the people uh didn't really care about the fact that bob chapek was there and they were more about trying to get content or trying to like you know report on it for some specific reason so you know like i don't know i feel like Again, I'm not like a massive Bob Chapek fan, but I feel like some people take it like a bit too far. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, And I mean, being being at the events, uh, you know, when I was like standing a meter away from him, I was still kind of like, uh, you know, not maybe not fangirly, but I was like, oh my god, that's Bob Chapek. You know, like, I think it's also important the, to say you have the biggest yeah. company, one of the biggest media companies in the world. So you're kind of like, oh my god, like 
is right yeah. there. But yeah, I, I think also a lot of the things you don't like, uh, they're not necessarily him. Like th- there's there's some decisions that will be. There's some decisions that will be because of the budget that he as a CEO passes down to Parks Experiences and Products. Um, but it's not he's not sitting there all day going, well, what if we cancel this show at Disneyland? <laughs> it's the Marvin Paris, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. don't know. We don't know. <laughs> he, he's, he might he's not going into that granular like, detail. Well, yeah. No, I, I don't think so either. But I mean, it, it, it's great having him here. To Patrick's point, it's, it just sends out a message. You know, we know Paris is there. We're investing in Paris. You can never get everybody to be happy on what we're doing. I mean, it's just what it is. And when push comes to shove, it's it's the, the stockholders. They're the ones there. Like that's what he. Those are the people he works for. Period. And his own employees. But yeah, I mean, then just and I am a shareholder. Happy to stock us up. Yeah, just become yeah. a shareholder and and vote. Right. And and talk about Disney parks. Uh, everyone was like, "Oh, but what? Where is Josh tomorrow?" Well, Josh tomorrow was on the following plane the, a week later. <laughs> he was and, having the time of his life. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> I am a big fan of Josh. You know, again, like aside, it's kind of like the opposite of Chepek. With Chepek, I kind of look at the business side of things, but with tomorrow, you just can't help but just liking the guy because. He's just a big child. He was just like skipping down the uh, uh, the arcades in Disneyland Park, and you know, he was you know, right like there in the rain. D when he's like, he's like, and this is back, and this is back. I just remember him like going, and churros are back, and that's just like my yeah. favorite right there. <laughs> and so, so he showed up for the actual opening to the public on July 20, and he was standing there with Natasha Rafalski, which we should also mention because we're so used to her being here and making the speech. She was also there for everything. Like we've seen her at the press night. We've seen her at the uh, previews. We've seen her like in the park. We saw her on opening day. She was also there. And the thing I love, the thing I loved about Natasha is that she really, it was like a real proud moment for her. Cause like, this is like a big project that I know she hasn't been, she's been around for like a lot, a big part of this project. And like, just I've seen her around and she was like greeting guests and like, you know, talking to people. And I, I got a little chance to speak to her as well. And she, like, yeah, like, you know, I understand that like there's a large part of this is media and marketing. And she's not going to rail and like, yeah, whatever. But like, she looked real proud and real happy and was really excited. And we, we were kind of giggling about like what our favorite parts of the land were and stuff like that. It's, it, I, I, I made a tweet about it and I was actually kind of happy that like some people agreed i think natasha has been doing a, a pretty fantastic job where like yeah. what she can do from her because like you know that's a that's a good point that was made earlier about like you know a lot of it is is kind of budgets and what you can do so like it's not because natasha rapatsky is the president of disneyland paris and she tomorrow's kind of like and i'm building a new ride in disneyland the park like do you know what i mean like she there's a lot of things that come from above your pay station and i think what, what the the tools that Natasha has at the moment, she's doing a fantastic job. And I actually, I, it was, it was really great just to like be able to, like you know, see her in the. She's been around in the park all the time, and she looked really proud and happy, and like happy for the guests because it was like, hey guys, we have like it's us now, and we have something fun to to play with, not just America or Asia. Like we, there's something here in Paris, and I thought that was really. Yeah. Cool. And while this studio park looks like a chicken again. The yeah, she's, def- she's definitely grown into a role. When she first started, yeah. was it 2018, I think it was? Um, I think she was thrust into the role um, probably before the 
she really knew that it was coming because obviously Catherine got moved to um, Parks West, as it was called back then. Um, yeah. And over the course of the last, I don't know, maybe let's say two, three years, definitely since the reopening, maybe slightly before, she's definitely grown into that role. I think she's doing some good things at the moment. The parks are in great shape. The yeah. Disneyland Paris is in really good shape right now. It is. Yeah, and she's keeping an eye on everything. Um, she seems to be quite involved, and she's gotten better at public speaking, which is good. Oh, yes, and like, I mean, but like, it, it, but like it because like she, it's not that she's not really good; at, she just gets so nervous, and I get it. I mean, you know, when your body gets nervous, it just happens. yeah, yeah, and I get that. But like as well, from I think Jeff has a good point about specifically from reopening. That's the first time that I remember her being just absolutely accessible in the park and you can walk up to her. And I, 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 when I walked up to her recently in, in Avengers Campus, she was like, oh, hi, Harry. Like, she's like, she's really easy to talk to. Like, when you walk up to her, she's, and like, she does have her team around her and her team, I never, like, I remember because Catherine was like a superstar. And I remember the only time I got to meet Catherine Powell. She had a massive team around it, and there was people pushing right away. And I was like, it was like literally Lady Gaga had descended into this like, Paris. And I was like, you know, whereas like, whereas, whereas with Natasha, it's always really chill, and you can walk up to her, and she's like, absolutely, hundred percent. How are you? What's how are you? And she tends Sorry. to remember you as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. She does. I walked, I walked into the park the next day for the launch. She's like, oh hi, like you know, it was like she was, she was, she knows. And I, I think you know, that's what, another thing as well is like, yeah, okay, I understand that. Like public speaking is like. It's, it's hard and it's a skill and you 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 home your skill and whatever but just from walking up to her and talking to her she's always been very pleasant and very friendly so like you know i did nice. notice if you if you look at our video of the opening morning which was shot by patrick at some point the camera goes towards natasha and natasha's like hi <laughs> and it's natasha just waving hi to patrick she's like right next to josh and everyone she's like hi patrick <laughs> i was actually thinking a second ago whilst whilst you were talking about people from the walt disney company coming out for the opening of the land it's kind of interesting that it exactly mirrors ratatouille because ratatouille was bob Iger for the press event and tom staggs for mm. for the grand opening yeah i don't know it just for some reason it just feels fun well, it's a fun it's weird like, fact there it's, you go. A, it's a working formula and you know someone else also who was there is fashion icon jill estorino and we don't hear from her much she is between natasha and josh and she's in charge of parks international um i'm not really sure what exactly her role entails <laughs> but she seems to be uh, having fun doing it, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah. I feel really bad because when I met Josh uh, and I had a, a, a chat with Josh, and he was like, "I, I just like very brief. I, I, I wasn't a massive Josh Demare fan, but when I saw him out meeting guests, I was like, I have to go and say that." And he, in the little small interaction that we had, he totally turned me around like 100, 180. I was like, "Oh my god, he's actually really like sweet and charming." And I feel really bad because I took a picture. I was like, can I just take a picture? And he's like, yeah. And, and in the background, you can see Jill and she's like, she's like, just really happy in the background. I'm, I'm like, I really, I really start, I, I, but like a bit like Ben, I was like, I'm really sorry, but I don't really know what you do. So like, uh, well, you're like, here, hold, hold my spider bot bag. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, oh my God, yeah, you got a spider bot. Like, yeah. That's going to be a fun panel at D23, actually. Parks, uh, Parks experience of products with Josh. That's going to be good fun. Yeah. 
And not to not to deviate too much, but like, what the hell are they going to announce for parks at D23? It's really is there, weird. Because is there if you any look at projects? The, in yeah. The so if you look at the thing that they they put up on online, um, they talked about Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which it looks like we're going to get some some at least look at that. Maybe some animatronics or something might be in a video or something. Um, they went back to like, oh, and we're going to discuss the Epcot transformation because that went so well three years ago. Um, and they said Frozen experiences coming to our parks. I have very little hope for anything Disneyland Paris. Uh, traditionally, Disneyland Paris likes to make their own announcements and keep well, all the goodies that, for themselves. But, so, but last time was Art of Marvel. Mm. They they gave us some concept art from Art of Marvel. Oh, right, right. But it wasn't like the announcement. No, but it was in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. What did they I'm give sure us? We'll what did they give us at some... Destination D? They gave us something at Destination D last year. What was it? Uh, probably some campus. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up for a second. But there was something at Destination D. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I, it's and it's funny because this is the last topic I have on my list. But that's okay. We just turn shit around here. <laughs> um, uh, we'll, but, we'll come back to what comes next. Probably. But yeah, what what comes next? And I guess uh, maybe they'll show a little bit. I mean, because what comes next for Walt Disney Studio Parks is you know the gardens, the avenue, the restaurants, the flat ride, the this this thing. Because what comes next is not really frozen for us. Um, so there's something before. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, back oh, to Destination D was um, the reveal of the 30th anniversary. It was the outfits for Mickey, the fact that there was a show coming. Uh, there was a some photos, the first actual photos from inside of Avengers Campus as well. Mm. Remember GLP-30? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how It feels like that was just like two years ago. Uh, but no, it's really going on. Um, for now. So after all the press media previews uh, were cast previews, which was kind of fun, and then uh, AP previews, which also went pretty well. Um, but but to be honest, I think some of the cast previews were before the media yeah. event, right? We had cast uh, preview before media event, and it was, then after the media well, event, it was, event, was cast family. It was a bit different. Right, it was, it was cast like, family. This it was no photos. Event. Before yeah. the press event, they couldn't take photos, and they couldn't take anyone. Uh, and they were actually having a really hard time getting people in for test and adjust because you had to just go on your free time. And, you know, once you've been once, you're not going to go like 10 times on your free time. Um, but then once or, people... Or <laughs> well, yeah. <I'm> not... <laughs> <laughs> so it's Patrick who's been like 20 days Daily. since it, almost yeah. every day of operation. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, and I still want more. I'm like, when, I'm, when is the next trip? It's just insane. I mean, it, it is that good, to be fair. Like, it is. Yeah. If you're listening, I, I, again, I don't want to be patronizing because I don't know who listens to this podcast. But if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't been to Disneyland Paris, or it's been a long time that you haven't been to Disneyland Paris, and you're considering going to Disneyland Paris, with Disneyland Paris 30 in Park 1 and Campus in Park 2, it is literally the best time to visit Disneyland Paris. It is insane. There is so much to do. There's so much to see. There's so much to like, like if you if you want, if that's because that's the thing I like. I love I love like shopping and stuff. So there's loads of stuff that you can look at and it's all like lots of lots of it's brand new. And like it, it, it's a fantastic time to come and visit Disneyland Paris because it's just so good. And your check is in the mail. A lot of it's uh, good. That, that's <laughs> like you, you say merchandise. I know we're coming to it properly later, but even even talking about the 30th anniversary, we've complained about merchandise so much. 
And this year, it feels like there's not an awful lot to complain about. Okay, yes, there's still some of the old stuff coming through every so often, but it feels like remember, that's a rarity now. Do you remember when The Lion King show and Star Wars Season of the Force <laughs> and all that came out and they were doing those like... Black t-shirts rectangle yeah. poster prints and they were like no <laughs> but it's like broadway it's like broadway. Oh yeah, the broadway <laughs> they do that on broadway i'm like mm, yeah because they're cheap and tacky those t-shirts like i mean they broadway don't even do it ball. that often on broadway they anymore. don't do it on broadway <laughs> they may be in like the 90s i don't know <laughs> just yeah and then they were all on sale and everyone was like well mm, yeah uh there's broadway <laughs> yeah anyways so let's talk about the actual land. And I think the first topic we need to talk about because it is, well, actually both attractions have had the load of controversy. <laughs> but I think the biggest controversy was um, Avengers Assemble Flat Force on ride. Uh, it is dark. It is dark and it has protection screens. Don't do it on single rider. Which, like, just yeah. don't. You know, I mean, I'll be honest, like I, I, w I didn't get much, you know, um, spoilers or whatever about what was going on before opening. And when they said screens, I thought they were, you know, they have this amazing Samsung wall display thing in the queue. Like, I really thought they were going to be LED screens and they want to be like next to the track, some like super HD thing, HD LED tunnels and all that. And then, yeah, when you write it, you realize that actually it is pretty much hyperspace mountain with less physical with no physical effects it's just a bunch of screens the launch is cool they have this cool led flash line looking thing and I, cool. I i so forgot about the launch i mean the launch is the exact same as rock and roller coaster but i kind of forgot how heavy it can be if you are not paying attention so yeah one of my videos like 45 seconds in i start swearing and shit and people are like are you okay <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's just I forgot how this went. <laughs> Do you remember when we went on that ride for the first time? We were together, right? And we were together and you forgot your glasses. You had your camera in your hand. I had my camera in my hand. We were like, maybe we should put this away because it might like. Yeah, but then no, then I was like, I'm going to take a video. And yeah. and basically because I was holding my phone so tight, I pushed a button on the side and my video stopped midway and I had to like reopen my camera midway. Don't do that, guys. Do not <laughs> take your phone <laughs> if you care about your phone. Uh, and it's a really shit video, but it did really well because no one had taken videos before in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, also, um, was it that night? I think later in the night, I somehow went in there and I was alone on a train. If you've never been alone on this massive piece of metal that is swinging around the track with no one else around, it is the creepiest stuff ever. I was like terrified. Um, but yeah, so people are quite disappointed that there's not much going on on, on the on ride. It's still a fun coaster. Well, like to me, what I, I think is kind of sad, right? We, we compare it now a little bit to what they've built in Epcot, Cosmic Rewind, where they have a lot of screens. A lot of stuff is happening. People do complain about that, right? But I am missing some of the effects they have there, and it will be great to get a little bit more of the actual story that's happening, a little bit more in your face, because that's definitely something that we're missing. I am happy, though, that we do not need trash bins when you exit the vehicle. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, ser I'm seriously happy about that. We can just still walk out and walk back on without any issues of having a protein spill happening i think, so, I think when you have when you actually have those screens i mean there's not many of them but 
they're pretty good. Like, you know, when you have like you're flying next to Iron Man and, and Captain Marvel, that's kind of cool. There's just not enough of them. Yeah. But there's, I, like, I find... there's like some effects they could do. You know how like Space Mountain, you you go through like sort of like tubes of LEDs and you have like rings with flashes on it or something. Like for example, when you're, you know, when someone explodes one of those green missile, you could go through several arches that have like green flashes or something so that you have a bit mm-hmm. more of a physical yeah. effect in your face that I gives read, a bit more like, you know. I, yeah, I read another review and they came up with this kind of good point. I can't remember who it was, so I can't credit them, sadly, for the point. But they said, you know, when you're on Space Mountain or whatever, like when when you're up there and, you know, to try and make it feel a little bit more like space, even though there's not a lot going on, they have like these little lights that look like stars. Whereas in Flight Force, there's just nothing. It is dark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, apparently they're going to work on something. So we'll see. It's the all first rumors. Time, the first time I, I did it, it was uh, I had to use the single rider line yeah, because that regular standby queue wasn't working for some reason. So I kind of walked in, and you, when you do single rider, so like well, well, Jeff said earlier, if you are if you haven't done it yet, absolutely one hundred percent. The first time you do it, absolutely do standby, even if you are a single rider, because I, yeah, I was even I, I was even in the standby queue, so a single rider queue. I done it a few times. It was there last week, and I was in the single rider queue, and I got talking to a guest, and they were had only ever done it on single rider, and they had no idea what was in the queue. And I was like, oh my god, you definitely have to go and do the the, the regular queue because you bypass literally everything and you just walk into load when you're in single rider. But anyway, the first you time you get did, the story. Yeah, no, hey, let's no, talk. No. Let's talk about the queue. Uh, well, let's let's carry on with the single rider point that, that Patrick was going on because that's, but, that's but, a good point. But but yeah, so the first time I did it, and you just walk in. And then you get into the train and you kind of walk, go around. And you're like, that was when I felt immense disappointment because I was like, yeah. what, what? I don't understand. But when you go through the queue and you like, you, so like there's, I, for me, it's in, it's a story in three parts. And the first part, some guests get out and some guests don't. Because for me, the first part is when Friday is like, we need your help in Avengers HQ, report to, to Iron Man for your mission brief, blah, blah, blah. And like, depending on what Friday is saying to guests because you can't be saying that on loop so depending on what because you can just wander up and you're like and then Iron Man's starting talking to you about missiles and you're like I don't know what's going on and you're like I kind of missed the, the first part so the first part is like you have to go to mission briefing and then depending on how long the queue is like that big screen that Ben was talking about you could literally just walk by it like doesn't like you know sometimes the queue isn't long enough for you to stop and look at what's at that screen so you could just keep going so then you're in this when you get into the the the, the room with the with the animatronics you're like what's going on so but like but but the 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 when you don't get the full three acts to the story which is like the entrance and then the pre the the, the line and the pre-show and then the actual coaster then the, the coaster on its own, you're like, okay. But when you put it all together, and that when I seen criticisms that people have at the right end, I understand their criticisms and I share some of them. But when you take it as an experience from like Friday's telling you, okay, we need to go, you walk in and you're like, okay, there's like missiles and we need to call a hero and we don't know what one is gonna get here in time. And then you go in and then and then Iron Man's like, right, you're gonna distract the missiles and then we're gonna take care of them. 
then you like oh, okay and then you get into it and then you okay you do like you know the quality of the projections when you are going around the world is very easy to see that you can see carol and iron man destroying missiles like you can see them doing it. Mm-hmm. so like you know that's that's like when you take it as a whole experience it's it's really really good if you just take it as i'm a ride queen and i just want to ride then you're like okay yeah there are things that are missing but if you are a ride queen and you really just kind of want a ride then you just really care about the thrill and the sensation what you like the what the story is like for me i'm more into the story and then the story kind of pluses the ride uh, so like i really enjoyed like the the whole like queue and then coming into it whereas then some people i feel like are complaining they're like oh i can't believe they took rock and roll away are you insane you needed rock and for rock and roll coaster to understand the paris pre-show you needed to have been on the um, on the florida version of the ride to know who the hell ali was she walks in and you're like oh ali and then he's like please exit the doors to your left i'm like okay i don't know what's going on and then and then you get on the ride and it's literally i'm like i'm sorry for all these people that like rock and roll coaster but like 90 percent of the time that i was ever on that ride there was either a problem with the audio the lights weren't on because people would be like oh what light set did you get what color set did you get like there was lights in there like it was literally like not a lot of time it didn't work so like so i feel like people are being overly harsh yeah, and I yeah I, like I, I i understand people's criticisms but i feel like they're being way overly harsh yeah i i agree because my my first ride was exactly the same and i'll come out and say that i was never the biggest fan of rock and roller coaster didn't really like it i thought the music was great um but that, that's about it and I would again, like Patrick, um, was sort of put into the single rider, and I came off it, and I went, "Well, it's just it's just rock and roller coaster with a few screens. Don't don't like that at all. wasn't very good." Um, and it took me a fair while to get back on it. I think it took uh, two or three hours, and I saw that the 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 main queue was open. I thought, "Well, okay, let's give it a go. Um, let's see if the, the pre-show adds anything." And it does. Like I think the pre-show and the queue does a lot of the heavy lifting here like a lot of it um, i mean to I, be fair, I think like just without it without it you, you're not going to enjoy this ride as much as unless like you might love roller coasters and you might like rock and roller coaster as just a piece of thrill ride and if you do then do single rider because you're gonna have a great time and you're gonna love it but if if you care about story if you care about the avengers if, if you want it to kind of link into the story of campus the films that you've actually watched then you can't do single rider, at least not on your first go. But I mean, I feel like also, why are we surprised? They didn't have much to work with. It is a one minute coaster in the dark. How are you going to loop in the entire story of the Avengers in there? So of well, course, I think there's things you can do in the single rider queue, right? There's, there's, there are things you can do in the queue, but they just don't. They put up a poster. Of, like I can't remember which. There's like a poster of a couple of Avengers in, in the single rider queue. But that's the about it. rider is if you just want to ride the ride, you know. I, I think maybe it's not too clear, but like for example, I've done single rider at Spider-Man Web of Adventure, and they made me skip the pre-show as well. But I don't think yeah, you, but you can. You, you can don't do always. Pre-show. Yeah, we didn't have a choice. They were just see, you, putting us you, in the hallway. But 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 when I did, I've done single rider twice on Spider-Man, and both times they made me do the pre-show. And one time, so one, so the pre-show. I know we're moving on to Spider-Man, but in Spider-Man, there's a, there's a gate and it kind of blocks off a corridor in either side of the pre-show. So that's where the single riders will stand, and that's how where they will go and join the single rider queue by leaving the door that's beside them. 
But in one time, we were uh, like, we were literally about 45 single riders were put into the regular queue. And then the regular holding area for guests to watch the pre-show. And then we are brought out through the, the side gate to join the single rider queue. So I think, I think specifically uh, for web, I don't know if we're finished talking about uh, Fly Force, but specifically for web, operation seems to be kind of a, a, an issue there. And I, it, it's, it's never really the same thing twice. I think what's happening at web is that if you have too many people in the pre-show, and I think that that's that's valid for all all queues and operations, is that I think sometimes the pre-show is overloaded and there is actually no one on the other side. And so everyone has well, already boarded the vehicles. And so the queue that's after the pre-show is empty. So they tend to like let people through because otherwise, you know, they're losing some capacity there. And yeah. that's true, but the time, and again, it's not a contradiction, but that time, I think I, I sent it, I sent pictures in chat, the time that that happened to me where they brought us in in a group of 40, 45 people to, as single riders to watch the pre-show, they then put us into this corridor and then I t they had announced the single rider queue as uh, five minutes and from, from walking through the door, <coughs> excuse me, until I got through the exit, it was an hour and ten. Well, let's talk about. So, wait, are we? Do we? Are we done with uh, no, Fly Force? We, we, no, we no. should talk about that. We, we should talk, talk about, about the, the animatronic because the queue is good. <laughs> yeah, the queue animatronic, but I also want to talk about, especially for Fly Force, the photo kiosks. I mean, oh. that was one of the first time they were really in a high traffic area and where a lot of people were trying to get their stuff. But let's move back to the queue because otherwise we're gonna confuse people <laughs> right uh, so yeah so we have a great screen with lots of content on there where iron man is calling all different avengers and there's like a million easter eggs we're not going to list them all but you know they contact the guardians of the galaxy who are ironically in mission breakouts uh they contact ant-man they contact all those different heroes and no one can help and basically this is why we have to help and it's true that if you don't get that context you do get to the ride and you're like, well, why are we here again? Uh, but that that screen is important for the whole story. It it's was really, really cool well that done. they incorporated Miss Marvel, by the way, even though that show, by the time this land opened, I think it was actually still going on, wasn't it? Or it was like yeah, one yeah. episode yeah, to yeah. go. And, yeah. you know, it was like, hey, have you called Miss Marvel? Oh, yeah, she's busy. Yeah. Uh, and then you walk into, so the, I, what I really like about the pre-show is, of course, the animatronic is awesome, but what I really like is when the doors open, it has a big Disney delight moment there where everyone who's waiting to get in is like, whoa. And you know, and you want to get that wow factor when you're Disney. And I think they really succeeded with that is that the doors open really quickly and everyone moves in and you have the lights, the sound, and here's Iron Man just pointing at you in there. And I think that's the big moment of the attraction is those doors opening. That's the moment more than the ride. And and then when you have Brie Larson, who's, if I, I, I feel like sometimes, you, sometimes you don't really care and sometimes whatever. I feel like Brie Larson actually like explaining the ride in, in, in English as to what's going on and whatever. Mm. It really pluses it as well. Cause you're like, oh my God, that's actually Captain America. Like genuinely Captain America is literally like, Captain Marvel. Oh. Okay. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> she, sorry, sorry. Captain Marvel. Miss um, no, Marvel, like, Captain America, Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. There's all those. I'm sorry. Mis I'm sorry. <laughs> and, like, and then you've all these people that are like, who's the real Captain America? Sorry, Captain Marvel. 
I, you are I not feel like, opening that file. <laughs> uh, but no, I feel like I, I like I, I, it's kind of one of the rare times because like before we had who, Jeremy and I, Irene were like the big stars at Disneyland Paris, whereas like as like the only celebrities that were like actually putting their faces out <laughs> in, the, in the park. And then we've actually, honest to God, like Brie Larson. And I feel like. I feel like it, 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 she's really proud of the like the ride and having a ride and blah, blah, blah. I feel like she does a really good job and I feel like it actually adds yeah. a lot to the, to have, you know, like the whole duality of the languages, what, um, Captain Marvel doing it in English and Iron Man doing it in French. I think it, like it's a, it's a real fun pre-show. You're like, okay, you're like, I understand it now, let's go. And they're like... You're like, have tough. And then, yeah, and then, then he's like, and then Friday's like, oh, now it's my favorite part. And when they're sending you off to the safety briefing, and he was like, she's like, the safety briefing is my favorite part. Like, it's kind of like, there is a whole, like, okay, flow yeah, it's, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. And doing the ride, she's like, Tony, I don't need your help blowing stuff up. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, she, and how amazing must, I mean, I, I think they should have shot a video of her seeing this for the first time. That would have been gold. I mean, she must have been there bored. Is, there is a video somewhere, but I think she, or maybe her boyfriend or something, shot it because there is a video of her. Oh, in the oh, pre-show. I did see that thing. one. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there is there is a video of her watching owned. it for the first time. It's it's really cool. I can imagine. And so yeah, and so that's Flight Force. Um, Arvid, let's talk about the shit for the Pascal. <laughs> And oh, have we even spoken about the animatronic? I mean, it is the first electric animatronic in Disneyland Paris, 33 functions. I mean, I was blown away. This is where all the money went. <laughs> okay, so that's, now they have to like, this, do some merchandise this sales attraction. too. Oh, so <laughs> now I get it. So that's why we're not getting any discounts. We're using the full price of on the merchandise to <laughs> plus the they ride. Paid full price for Iron Man. Yeah. As a question, would you rather have a fully automatic, a fully electronic animatronic in the queue, or would you rather have him as the screen and more screens on the right? What would you rather? Like, because like that, because I feel like where they had budget, I feel like they spent the budget where they really like could make a wow factor. Because when you're zooming around on this roller coaster, how wow can you go? Whereas when you're like when like you said, when you have these doors open and the Iron Man is standing there and he's pointing at it. And he's like, his suit is like flicking in and out. And you're like, oh my God, it's Iron Man. Like specifically for Walt Disney Studios Park. Like, I feel like they've made a really good choice of spending the money there. But would you yeah. would you have yeah, taken yeah. away from that project to put it in the ride? No, no, and I, I wouldn't because I think it's easier to later on plus the ride with some additional lights and some mm. screens than having to bring in a whole new animatronic. You'd rather have the animatronic as the basis of your queue and then see how can we plus the ride later on. Maybe they plus even it, thought, like, if, if nobody complains about it, it's fine, you know? I still think they should have done a little bit more on the right, but I do yeah. agree with you guys that so, I'm so happy that we have the animatronic. Maybe what they should do, Ben, like, you almost lost your phone. They should just tell people to bring the phone on, put the flashlights on, <laughs> drop them while riding, like, on an Expedition Everest where they shoot the little hair ties on, and we just have all the lights in the right, and they yeah. just light her until the battery runs out. I'm I would, sure I would like the onboard audio out. to be a bit louder, too. Oh, there's a lot of there's one. a lot of people well at least on the right so i was on a full car and there's a lot of people screaming and some i got off it and somebody said did you hear the bit where she said go left and you went left oh. i was like i i vaguely heard some mumbling about left but i i wouldn't be able to tell you that she definitely said go left but mm. I, I think that also has to do again with the speakers that are in in the vehicles themselves right and you can just have luck or not that lucky when you get on a ride where maybe one of the speakers is out or 
Yeah, Stop I mean, smoke. it is a yeah, lot to put through those speakers. Space Mountain is the same. It, yeah. You know, technology can be as good as you want it when you just run it through a roller coaster 200 times a day. But I think I think it was the leveling because there's also music on the ride and that that I could hear perfectly. It was the leveling that was the issue. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And so when you get off the ride, you try to get your photos and you can't because those kiosks are so slow and they keep rebooting themselves. And FYI, I have lodged complaints, so hopefully they do something about this. It is the same issue at the Hero Training Center, which we'll talk about later. Um, I think it manages it better at Training Center, right? Because there's more of them. No, least. it's not just the queue. It's that the capacity of the web app that is powering those kiosks is too low. And so uh, okay. when you have many people loading many videos and photos, the site just tries to load for a long time. And when he can't, the whole kiosk one-on-ones and then all the kiosk around it one-on-one as well. So basically no one can do anything. And cast members are like, oh, well, just wait a few minutes. So come back later. And uh, I mean, but, it's not a good experience. But, but I, the thing admit, is, I saw Jeff, the queue and just went, it, right? nah, I know what that. <laughs> but Jeff, you said it. We had such a great solution for that. Yeah, which yeah. was the mobile app. Just take the just take the damn number. Like I, I QR understand. code. You just scan. We used to have this. You scan the QR code yeah. with your PhotoPass app, and your your phone would just say your photo has been added to your account. <laughs> Done. And somehow, and somehow, the user experience on that one has got worse. And that I don't really understand because, okay, yes, it was a separate app, which was not not you know ideal. But it was better than not having anything at all. But that can yeah. be worked on because at the time <laughs> it was a separate app, but also the official app was literally like rubbish, a piece of shit. <laughs> That's true. Now we yeah. have but, an app that is decent. And but even now, probably... like even the PhotoPass app is gone, right? Since we got Canon, is it Canon or no, Kodak? Kodak, now. Kodak, Kodak moments. The whole app is gone. Like you have to go onto a mobile website, which is also like, what? What yeah. happened? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they'll work on it. Now they're an official sponsor, partner, or whatever. Uh, the thing is, you know, we, <laughs> we were very nice to merchandise five minutes ago, uh, but merchandise is actually dealing with PhotoPass. Uh, they're the department that do PhotoPass. Oh, I so take everything back then. Sorry. They're, in charge. <laughs> they're in charge of the photographers. <laughs> they're in charge of the kiosk. They're in charge of everything. This is a merchandise department. That's such a weird, that's a, yeah. such a weird divide though, because I think at the US parks, it's, it's a separate entity. So. In Paris, it's ran by merchandise. So, um, yeah. That, ex that explains a lot, though. That explains a lot. And, you know, they have limited bandwidth, and they have limited, like, figuratively, and <laughs> apparently also physically uh, for the site. And, um, yeah, so hopefully they'll work with Kodak Moments or whatever to increase capacity. Maybe it has been fixed already. I haven't been recently. I've been trying recently. But, um, yeah. Uh, I like that they tried something new, but like it doesn't. Even the screens themselves are really slow, and I know, like, and I know it's so annoying because I'm always contradicting what they're doing. But they could have used, utilized that space as a small little walkthrough shop that you could be like, here, like the screens like we used to have, where you just like scan and you're like, that's my number, that's what I want, and then you walk off and you get, have your picture and you don't have to scroll through like loads of pages. You have like stands out with like merch because they do have plenty of merch for the attraction. So yeah. you could have it all there and then you could have people standing help, waiting to help you check out. Yeah, I mean, that space is really small. It never really worked for Rock and Roller Coaster. They removed it pretty quickly, um, but they could have extended it. I think they just wanted to 
consolidate all the merchandise in one place. Um, and that one place is in the Spider-Man Web Adventure building. <laughs> That's a nice segue. <laughs> which is our next topic. So it is a copy of California. So if you know about California and you have been to California, it's pretty much the same. But there's actually a lot of details and Easter eggs in the queue that are Paris only posters, uh, props, uh, little screens everywhere with spider bots walking around. Um, I feel like I feel like the queue, uh, the fact that most majority of it is covered or inside in Paris compared to the queue that I've seen in the states. The queue in the states is pretty much outside, and then the entrance is like two kind of. Uh, like signs, like web written on it, open house, and that's kind of really it. I feel like it looks a lot even more premium in Paris than it does compared to like California. In California, and, and, it, and it does, right? But I also think maybe they were keeping in mind the bat weather in Paris that we can have. So they really want to have mm. people be inside as much as possible. Because yeah, in, in Anaheim, you do queue up outside a lot when it's too busy. But yeah, I actually have to think back. I have pictures. I need to look at that, how the outside queue looks like. It's like it's like you know you they, can you experience know they, it very soon. <laughs> well, I, and I, I saw it last year as well, so yeah. But but you know, like the Pirates of the Caribbean kind of like tarpy mm. thing, where it's like a triangle. It's kind of like loads of those little things, and it looks it just looks a scooch kind of cheap or compared to what Paris got. And the music will stick in your head forever. And um, so let's talk about the pre-show. <laughs> well, oh I, I, I just, just, just <laughs> let's, let's first go back to the props in the queue, because Patrick and I and, and my wife, we ended up in the ride on Sunday afternoon or something. And we took a little bit more time to look at the queue itself and all the props. And we just started wondering, there was a lot of stuff that people could just reach onto and just like touch. It was the jacket of, of, um, of Peter Parker when he is at the school, little like Brainiac group that he's at there were some locks like and we were really concerned like people are going to touch that and it's going to be taken out of the queue again and we already saw it at at stark factory that they closed off Peggy carter's desk but i'm really concerned or worried or interested on what's going to happen with that stuff like are they going to hang it up higher going to take it out what's going to happen i don't know because the pirate's queue has a fair bit of stuff like it's got that weird door halfway through yeah but that's just the and door that's... though that's like <laughs> yeah, but you, you know you can touch it, and people are always opening and closing it, and standing on the other side of it. They're not, they're not. But it's, 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 it. but is that intentional? Because I mean, there's the jacket hanging, and Patrick could easily just grab it and just like try to pull it down and just take it. A lady was paying attention to us. We were talking about it. There was a lady looking at us like, "Don't touch it." But <laughs> we could have touched it. I think there's a difference in that in that queue is that if you're before the pre-show, you're probably going to be stacked up. And I think there's a difference with what guests do when they like basically moving very slowly they tend to touch a lot but uh, is it after the pre-show because once you exit the pre-show you basically shoot down that hallway you have no time to touch anything like no, this even was, if you try to take before. photos people behind you are like oh, move, move, you know so th- was this before. was literally before like so when you when you go into the actual building mm-hmm. so you have the outside queue you go in a building and you get the little loopbacks or switchbacks and then alongside the wall you have a couple of locks and then you have the little cabinets with the jacket hanging on the top I think it's, I actually have a picture of that as well. And you could just literally grab it. It was an actual jacket, right, Patrick? I think you touched it or at least like, yeah. I, I could I could probably, I didn't want to be that guest. Well, I kind of I kind of was like measuring if my arm would go as far. And it would, and I didn't want to be. You were quite tall, like, though. Yeah, but I feel like Arvid, somebody's watching then you. Arvid, then Arvid, You're not getting very far. Arvid tried as well. And he was like, yeah, you know, I could probably get it too. So like, you know, it's not I'm about tiny. being... 
It's not about being super <laughs> tall. It's quite low. It's quite low. Yeah, I, I feel like someone's watching you on, on camera, and you know, if you try and take it, you're not getting very far. Uh, and I mean, also that's part of I think designing a land when it opens. There's, you know, they're testing things, and some things make it, some things don't make it. For small details like that, I feel like you know, we they take the risk. They're probably like, well, we have it. Let's put it in. If it gets damaged, we'll either fix it or remove it. You know, I mean. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully we do keep a lot of details because I think Golan is a lot more detailed generally everywhere than the um, American land. Um, there's just so much to look at everywhere. I remember after it opened, like I was still making tweets a week later saying like, look at this detail, look at that detail, and this is this and this is that. Like as more details, I feel like some of the areas in Disneyland Park uh, in terms of like, you know, and all the reference points and all the, the stickers on the food trucks we'll talk about later and all that. It's just like so much to do. Yeah, um, we'll, talk, we'll talk about Stark Factory later, which is like just, yeah. uh, it's so good. <laughs> and so uh, let's talk about the pre-show. So there was, that was, so if Flight Force, it was too dark and Web Adventure, the pre-show uh, has um, Tom Holland dubbed it's it. too French. French. <laughs> and so it has been, um Arvid, I think your wife turned off the light, lights on. Yeah, looks like uh, it, right? <laughs> Happy Halloween. Um, <laughs> and um, so it's literally been two camps and no camp is right and no camp is wrong because literally it has been just like nonstop for weeks of Twitter. Uh, so the Anglophones complained that, you know, why did you dub Tom Holland where you could have basically keep him in English and put the sort of like subtitle track because on the side there's a subtitle in English right now. Uh, they could have put the subtitle track in English, in French, and Tom Holland in original because that's just makes more sense. And then the other camp was saying, well, Disneyland Paris is in France and a lot of kids are going to come in and they don't necessarily speak English and they don't necessarily are going to want to read the subtitle, so it's better for them. But there's a third way, right? The third and way is to be and- random. No, 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 not even that. So Flight Force does this very quite well, actually. So the the one who you can't see his mouth, so in this case is Iron Man. He speaks French. And that's perfectly fine. The one you can see, you know, the actor, and you can see their mouth movements, in this case Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, she speaks English. And the way the web do this is they decide that the AI, so the thing you can't see, and Tom Holland should both speak French. No, but Sharon doesn't always speak French. Sharon makes no, but she, she starts French. in English and she says something like, um, "Like for your convenience, we've we've created this yeah, yeah. Uh, translation device that, that appears right here," and then she she switches into French for pretty much the whole thing. No, but then she does, She like, and again, I don't want to be, like, nitpicking, because me and Arthur and myself, we had this conversation, and I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, because I know you haven't made your point yet, but the, the, the point, the, the, the thing is, if you go in as a complete Anglophone or a complete Francophone, you, you're guided through the whole way, because once, so Sharon starts to greet you in English, and then there is, she does switch a little bit into French, but with the translation, the real-time translation device that they've created, and the fact that Sharon, again, she because you can't see her, she speaks a little bit in both, but predominantly in English. And then once you get into the ride, Tom Holland, or Spider-Man, sorry, is talking French to you. 
and Sharon is guiding you through the all the way in English. So there, there is like, I understand that people don't have their preference re re reflected as to what they would personally want to see. But like, because Arvin and myself, we were looking at like, oh, like for Anglophones, it's difficult because blah, blah, blah. But if you do listen through the whole way, when you get into the, when you get into the, to the ride vehicle, Sharon is telling you, okay, now you're going to like, you can pull things and you can push things and blah, blah, blah. So like, there is like a whole, there is a continuity in what, if you speak either of the two languages, you get hundred percent of what's going on around you. But then of yeah, course, um, the, the translation thing's too low as well, by the way. Um, yes. Separate that's, point, but that's, yeah. If you're at the back of the room, you you can't read that. that that's quite poor. Yeah, but if you're at the back of the room, and again, I don't want to be like devil's advocate. If you're at the back of the room and you can't you can't, you can't see, then you just move, right? Because like, that's oh no, cool. you can't you can't just barge your way to the front of the room. No, but you, I'm not saying <laughs> that you're going to barge your way to the front of the room. But if somebody is moving is in front of you, you're going to move to like so that you can like see it. Like you know, it's, you're not gonna, it's you not always possible. Be, yeah, but, yeah, and Patrick, you're actually tall. I mean, they're they're smaller no, no. people, right? Yeah, they should, no, have, no. they should have extra screens like on the ceiling or on the sides. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, there, there should be something there. Uh, but for me, I don't know. Dubbing Tom Holland is as unforgivable as in Art of Animation, way back when, oh, when you were greeted with "Bonjour, je suis Roy Disney," and you just go, "Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're doing this." Um, yeah, I mean. Especially, I don't as, think as, there's as Chris, a, I don't uh, think there's a right answer on this. I think uh, they could also randomize it. And so when you enter the pre-show, sometimes you have Tom Holland in French, sometimes you have him in English, and vice versa. For and you, and you had this whole film, as Chris Van Der Sand kind of said, like it makes it worse. There was a whole second Spider-Man film where he kind of fumbles his way through European countries. And all of a sudden, for him, just to be able to speak fluent French is not particularly. Yeah, credible. but that's but that's but that's coming from an anglophone perspective because in a lot of different countries, and that's not a thing that happens in anglophone countries. Uh, maybe now with the prominence of Netflix and stuff like Squid Game becoming really very popular, people are kind of more aware that there are far, there is foreign language content. But when you are in France, and when ninety percent of the time that you will see a movie in France. It will be like so with with my friends and French friends and people that are very important to me who who don't speak English. Um, we have seen the Spider-Man movie uh, in French, and when you go into that ride, Peter Parker speaks the exact same way that he speak. He, it's the same voice actor that voices Peter Parker in the ride. Mm. So when you've watched the movie and you're walk as a francophone, as someone who speaks French and has seen the movies in French, you're walking in. That is, and for all intents and purposes, how Spider-Man speaks to you, like what what he sounds like to you. Yeah, so, I, ju I just, I so just I don't think, like it. I, yeah, I understand, I understand that people don't like it, but I think it's kind of a bit of a shame that it, in 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 the general Twitter sphere, not not between the conversation that we're having, I feel like some people are going really hard on in this, and I'm like, it's it's really strange because it, when you when I was thinking about it earlier, these films or characters or icons would not be as popular as they are today in France, Spain, Italy, Germany, other countries. I, I, I don't I, I don't want to talk about other countries. I'll just talk about what, from my experience in France, Th there is not a massive appetite for uh, reading subtitles and listening to a movie in English. Like reading subtitles so... in and, 
playing the Dutch card here in the Netherlands. It is. <laughs> yes. Dutch, yeah, yeah but you guys, you guys are like really good with English. Everything yeah, is yeah, in English I, in the I Netherlands. Think I think it's a cultural thing that, like Ben knows as well. Like in in France, in France, like a language is is like these these things are kind of like a little bit more complicated because I know Nordic countries in general uh, tend to have a very good English acquisition and, and they're quite comfortable and quite good at English so like but like when you look at like the francophones perspective or romance language in general I've, I feel like the, the kind of language acquisition is more it's less it's less there so like I don't know I feel I, I, I kind of I, it's like I the thing that I don't really get personally is that there is a way to 100% whatever whatever language you cater whatever language you speak, the, the ride will cater to you. And I, I feel like people's specific preferences, it's kind of, a, it's kind of, I feel like it's a bit unfair to the Imagineers that because my specific preference wasn't, um, wasn't catered to, now I'm like, no, they should change the ride. Like, like because I'm not saying again, not anyone here, I'm just saying from what I've seen on Twitter, I feel like it's a bit unfair. Cause I'm like, you know, they did a pretty good job to be like, you can understand both. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, I don't think it spoils your experience of the attraction, which, you know, let's talk about the on-ride. I was not spoiled before I did it. And honestly, I, was. <laughs> I wasn't. And I got on there and I loved it. I really loved it. I got out of there and I was like, oh my God, this is like yeah, my new favorite attraction. And because, you know, people, especially in the US, people, I, I, didn't, I didn't get spoiled, but I did see some tweets saying like, eh, you know, web singers, like average, because in California Adventure, they already have Midway Mania. They've been, they've been spinning around the screens for like, what, to 10, 50, how many, you know, they can. And this is better than Midway Mania, by the way. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Of course, this is the, this is a big technological leap above Midway well, Mania. And also I think the it's also the way is, you interact with it, right? I have hmm. to say, like, even if it's it is a technological leap forward, the way you interact with Midway with Midway Mania, having to pull the rope, it's just I'm not oh, going to do it on camera because it just gives a weird vibe here. But <laughs> it just oh, we're way past the weird vibe on this podcast. <laughs> but it's it's just like I don't know, like for me, Buzz Lightyear or Web Adventure, that is the way you would for me interact with stuff and. You know, throwing what is it, uh, baseballs or whatever we're throwing, or the little plates with with whipped cream by pulling a rope. It just, I don't know, it's weird. Uh, it feels like the idea was just to do some carnival games, and we didn't really know how to do it, so we came up with this thing, and it I mean, kind of works. Midway Mania is a good attraction. I, it's been very popular for a very long time, and in Paris, we were kind of clamoring for it until recently for it to be in you know, a Toy Story Land, like bring it to us, bring it to us. Yeah, but I, I think we ended up getting the better of the two because I think Web, you know, like Ovid was saying, like the story is there because Spider-Man throws webs from his hands and you are doing the same thing. Like that is exactly what you would expect to happen and that's what happens. Yeah, and that's really awesome. And so, and I mean, I, w I didn't know what to expect and I was, uh, I really liked it. Uh, and, um, and I just, I love the vehicles and the way they just move through the ride. There's little bumps and turns, and the music is blasting so loud that my Apple Watch gives me warning every single time I go to action. <laughs> uh, and it's fine. And just, uh, yeah, and it's, 
There's also some like physical props in between the scenes that are pretty cool with like, you know, the electricity sparks and all kinds of stuff. The music is really fun. The whole, you just feel like you're really part of the action. I think that's, that's the, that's the part that's really cool. And you get to compete against your friends. So it has this like sort of Buzz Lightyear competition. Side it's of like things. it makes it too, right? Cause it's the competing against your friends, but also you're working as a team. Yeah, like, your score at the end is a team score. It's not. A, and you're working with Spider-Man. You're helping Spider-Man at the same time. Of course, you're part of the story, and you have a big role in the story because you know, obviously, you're. You can see the results of your web throwing. So yeah, I mean, I think it's a really cool attraction. It, and... it is, but but the only the only negative, and I like I had a discussion with Patrick on the language. I'm I'm fine. I'm putting it behind me. But yeah, we've turned the page. <laughs> but but the, the thing for me, 3D glasses. Like why? I think I think if you don't have them, you lose that depth in the scenes well, I, of I, I the do not web agree with going that. through the screen. Because if if you have like 4K or 8K screens or projections, those things are so crisp clear that you hardly even notice that as a screen. You're gonna see the depth, and do you really see the depth in in this ride? Like I'm. All I can say is thank goodness this opened while we didn't have to wear face masks. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because remember remember star tours <laughs> no i don't remember star tours during that yeah. period i didn't see it <laughs> it was basically looking through a cloud um yeah i mean i i don't know i don't know um i don't know how it would look i guess they may have tried both maybe one yeah, day have a 2D mode because ratatouille has a 2d mode. i was just gonna yeah. say that ratatouille has a 2d mode maybe one day the uh glass cleaning machine will be broken and we'll get to do it in 2d and compare i actually have a 3d 2d glasses maybe i just bring those ones and just see if it actually does have an effect on the screen and then what it does yeah i mean other than that i think the theming the uh uh you know the after the unload area is really cool and then you get into mission equip mission equipment which actually should we talk about mission equipment now I, 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 I just going back to the queue sorry there's a couple of good things in the queue those lockers before the loaded really cool yeah. um with all yeah. sorts of really fun uh, little easter eggs i won't say the, what they are but if you know you're a marvel they're really cool um and the unload area is really cool as well. I mean, it's the load unload, but it's really good. Yeah, yeah. And um, the the cast is great, and it's just like I mean, there's been yeah, like, they always sign off with something like "thanks for your help" or something like that. Yeah, it's really yeah. And cool. I think like in particular, the the cast of Spider-Man Web Adventure are given a bit more freedom to be you know kooky lab assistants and stuff whether at flight forest they have to be a bit more you know military in style which makes sense but you know as a result i think the cast that web adventure always kind of fun always like i don't know waving cool around outfits too uh, yeah. i really like the outfits um so it's a it's a fun group um and i think also the the, the cast at pin kitchen is also completely hysterical uh they they're really fun um the cast in general are just fun. It's like it's, I've never been in a land in Disneyland Paris where everyone is like, "Oh, hey, recruit!" Or, "Yeah, we need to. Do you want to like help with your training?" Or blah blah blah. Like it's, it's like a little small thing. And I remember when the first time I really heard about it a lot was when Batu was opening in stateside, and they were like, 
Bob Chapek's trying to cheap out to like make the cast members entertainment because he's cutting this, this, and this. Well, like it really adds a lot. Like all the interactions that you have with the, I've gone with my web hat and uh, my web t-shirt, and I've been in the um, in the Avengers uh, Avengers Flight Force uh, queue, and they're like, "Oh, web sent someone over to help us." Blah blah blah. Like you know. Uh. They're all like they're all like they're always on. I, I think my absolute favorite thing about the the land is like the cast members. They're just yeah. insane and they're so proud and so happy and so fun and so on the roll and like it's just great. Like the, the comparison, like as a, as a as a thirty five year old like balding male, uh, like I, I'm not gonna be. I'm not looking for people to call me princess in park one because I know that's what <laughs> a lot of people, like what a lot of people are like. Oh, like she call me princess, blah blah blah. But like, so this is like a thing that like, you know, there is a land where Avengers Campus is the land where everyone is recruited, everyone has a mission, and everyone's going to help out. And even when like Friday is like, oh, like at the end of the day, she has a spiel, <coughs> excuse me, a spiel <coughs> where she's like, oh, it's the day's nearly over and we really appreciate your help, but there's much more to do recruits, blah, blah, blah. Like, so like, it, it's like the whole way through. It's like, this is the story and we are sticking to the story. It's really, really fun. We haven't talked about power-ups actually on web because they exist. The power... The power-ups, the web tech. Uh, yes, well, that kind of goes with mission equipment. Um, it, it does, but it's also part of the ride, so... Yeah, so a mission That's equipment, our segue. you can That's buy... Our way through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a mission equipment, which is the shop for the entire land. It's a choice. There's only one shop. Um, it's a good shop. It's a good size shop. It's a good there. shop. It's a good shop. Um, you you can buy those power-ups which also exists in us um but apparently i was reading twitter the other day and i think we got like some kind of upgrade on the dr strange one is a newer model than us i don't know oh there's, really i bought that one yeah. there's a whole there's a whole like you know geek side of this now i thing. can take it to dca and be like yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if they've launched and, over there yeah and then Maybe you walk it, in and it doesn't work and it like, doesn't uh, work uh, i was gonna say <laughs> yeah that's uh, but yeah, I mean, I haven't personally tried any, but you guys have tried some. Do you all have it? No, Arvin, no, you don't have it. No, I'm, I, I'm like I think I'm the only one months. who has done this. <laughs> We're waiting for the AP discount in September, exactly. October. Yeah. Um, I I really like them. Um, it it sounds kind of crazy and silly, but uh, it's expensive, but it's so much fun. <laughs> I mean, um, it kind of sums up the whole of it being a Disney fan. But, but yeah, so Jeff, yeah. What, what did you actually buy, Jeff? Like, what, what is it that I you have bought to buy? The, I bought it? the Iron Man and the Doctor Strange web tech thing. I didn't buy the Spider Man one. That's for another time. So uh, the way it works is you buy the base, which you have like to buy the base on your arm, and then you buy. And so the base works by itself already, right? And it's about the base works years. by itself. So yeah, like the power up with the base is the it's got a light on it, and the idea is is that like it's showing you where you're aiming. Uh, and so that's so, how they hook you into and that's how they hook you the yeah. so, <laughs> and but they i mean there's a debate on how great or not they are at home but you know there's they do, do you stuff have it? can home. we see it on this audio podcast uh you probably can't because my light is great way too my light is uh, it's way too light in here but oh okay yeah uh, no, i can see it so that's so this the is, spider-man add-on no. yeah so this is a yes. default which is great for audio i know but uh it comes with this little spider-man thing and uh it's a light and it shows you where you're aiming but does it light up the screen it like puts a little dot on the screen so, so it doesn't see. but it doesn't bother the other players no 
Okay. Uh, and when you're at home, it projects like Spider-Man symbols onto your wall, which uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> which you do every night before going to sleep. Yeah, I use it as my bat symbol. Um, <laughs> it's um, okay, Jeff. You can't admit. <laughs> uh, do you know, I, this is the first time I've taken it out since I got home. Um, but I then went and bought the Iron Man add-on, which right. is like a repulsor type thing. Which you, so you once, so once you have the gateway drug, which is the base. Then, which is 40 euros. <laughs> which then later on, <laughs> you go and buy the add-on to the add-on. Or you can buy them both at the same time, which is what I did. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> and so is this, is this the one with the little ball? Yeah, no. so at home it works with a little ball and it's like a, it's like a keepy uppy kind of game. Uh, in the park when it's in summer, if you put it into at home mode, put it into the keepy uppy game, it's a really wonderful fan oh. um, that will keep you really cool as I learned on that preview day because it was hot. Mm. <laughs> um, but in the game, it's like an Iron Man repulsor. So instead of throwing webs, you like, you know, you do like, a, I don't know. It's, it's not like you have to like really move oh, it too so much. Wait, but... so you don't throw webs anymore. You throw no, some so you, Iron Man so you like, like power you hold it in your hand and, and you like, you like do like a kind of forward lunging kind of move motion. And you're like throwing repulses. So you're acting like Iron Man now. Is that also visible on the screen then? Like, do you see? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, on the okay. screen, instead of you like throwing webs to the to the spider bots, you actually explode them with the repulses. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, I feel like I kind of need this now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's kind of cool. Um, not gonna lie, it's pretty cool. Um, and then I bought the Doctor Strange one, which is more flimsy, so you got to keep that one real safe because the uh, like the Mystic Arts thing. Like it's got these two rotating, uh, I like light strips, but they're really like, flimsy. It looks like bacon. It looks like bacon. Um, and if you pack it in your suitcase and you are not careful, they are coming right off. Who, who packs uh, it in their suitcase? You're going to just walk through security with this. I mean, come on, get on a plane. And annoy everyone on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, the at-home mode is like you are actually making the Mystic Arts like portals out of your hands. And I can tell you that I did it whilst I was in the queue for Web Adventure. And every single kid looked and went, Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, that's the one that appeals the most to me because I saw it in the shop on press night, and like, of course, they have those cast members with those things like in the shop, and I was like, "What is this? I must yeah. have it." And then I looked at the price tag. I was like, "Well, let's think about it." But <laughs> think about this, but yeah. Uh, and yeah. That's, 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 that's the other add-on then, right? Or what was it then in the store that they were they're like hovering one of the pin at um little balls yeah that's so that's ball? on the that's iron the man one, one that's the one that, oh, that's, that iron man. that's the oh, iron that's man like one. the that's like the iron man at home mode so like you, they oh, give okay. you like a, a set of balls and you can like do stuff with it and it's kind of lame but it also it's fine it works um well, the the Doctor Strange one. With it, though, is I mean, there a so... third one there's like... a yeah there's a there's a spider-man one which i don't really know how that one works because you're spider-man anyway Okay, so it um, looks like I will be... Oh, and what does the... I have so many questions. What does the uh, Doctor Strange one do in the attraction? You're like chucking portals at them. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, and that's kind of cool. Like, you, I don't know, you send them off to uh, see Thanos or something. We don't care where they go. <laughs> okay. But then, so to Patrick points, right? So if you do wear one of these enhancements, extensions, whatever, it does show up 
at the end yeah screen, right so it is yeah, visible yeah. to everybody else that jeff had a high score but hey he was iron man so yeah I, I don't think it gives you that much of a boost score wise um if, if anything it's more for me it's a hindrance because like i well i only played each with them once i did it a couple of times with my hand a couple of times once with the iron man once with the doctor strange and like i was getting used to it so i don't know whether whether you know it's great or not we'll find out as i write it more and more but um also like put it in your dominant hand because i did not because my dominant hand is always where i have my apple watch and it's bulky to put around your wrist mm. so i'm gonna be taking off my apple watch when i write and, this now and, and and the charging stuff is this like micro usb or usb c or no so these batteries? are batteries um, okay they have a like a little battery thing i think the aa do they actually batteries? sell extra batteries then at the store because i can imagine you bring it and all of a sudden you run out you're like I need to uh, good question. Don't know. I also think it's a screw. It looks like it's a screw thing, but not actually. I think you have to unscrew it. Well, it's the same on the lightsaber. You have to put batteries in, and then you have to unscrew it. So, not that clever. All right. Well, um, but it's cool. Like it's it's really cool to be fair. Um, and you know, it sounds the, like uh, I will be buying one. Uh, it's a frivolous <laughs> purchase, but I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it, and it's it's just fun. It's, it's also a souvenir. You know, we buy a lot of shit that doesn't do anything in normal times. Like, how many mugs do you need? Yeah, now mm. you can pretend to be Doctor Strange at home, which is kind of cool. Exactly. <laughs> you can just use it on the tube in London or something and freak everyone out. Um, yeah. So, uh, Mission Equipment is a great shop. It is kind of like half Spider-Man web adventure. And then in the brick section, and then the other half is Side Forest and just general... Um, Avengers Campus supplies, as they call it. Uh, it's a fun shop, and the merchandise has been really, really good, which uh, is really cool. They have everything from your boxer shorts to, um, uh, I don't know, uh, sleeveless uh, hoodies and obviously cups, mugs, uh, <laughs> costumes, t shirt. Uh, Jackets, spirit jerseys, hats, of course. Uh, spirit jerseys, uh, keychains, points, just, bags, just bags, gym bag, um, pins. You know, one thing that I had seen. The gym bag's really cool, by the way. I really like the gym bag thing. I do want the gym bag, but again, like, I hope they'll have all this. If stuff you if you spend, over. well, no, so go there and like spend. Uh, I think it's what is it, thirty euros? If you spend thirty euros, you get it for fifteen. Forty, forty euros. But I guess okay. if you buy the if you buy the Spider Man add on, then here you are um yeah but um yeah they have just a ton of really cool stuff i have not seen any particular item that i was like "Ooh, why do they do that because you know like in design park you or the other shops you always kind of like what who buys the stuff but like i feel like a mission equipment mm -hmm. i would be happy with pretty much any um any any piece of merchandise they have those cool new um web glasses with like you know the sort of like chemistry looking thing uh they have uh the spider bots shot glass oh yeah they have the spider bots of course with the spider backpack bot. spider bots in the backpack although that, back that backpack is really fragile because i've already broken it they have a, they have very kindly exchanged it and now i'm really too afraid to like use it again patrick you bought the spider bot how is it what is it's his insane. name oh his name is scamp oh, that's funny yeah. His name is Scamp, and but, he's already but, been around the campus. He's been on GLP Report. 
Yeah, he has. Um, and you know, <laughs> it, it's so fun, and it's like such a little cool thing, and and like it's just in, and then when you have one, like the because like we were talking about the cast members earlier, I I had I had him pinned my bag, and in the the camera the the web. Um, scientists were like you found one like they were like really excited to see like that he was locked down and he wasn't going to be destroying the campus and it's it's like it's 70 euros and i know that's a lot specifically with a ap discount but it's 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 a really just and then when you have like you can battle them with your friends and you can buy upgrades and the upgrades do different things and like it's it's stupidly fun the one thing i really hope that they'll do is that they'll have because um, at the minute they have arenas for you to try them out, but I hope they'll install like maybe a little arena somewhere or set up a little area somewhere that you can bring your bot and you can battle with people. Because like I've seen they've done they've done that in the states and, and, and like every time I've been there um, into the mission equipment shop, there's like either a cast member is behind the till unboxing one because somebody's out of buying one and they want to play with it now. Or like they're like putting back on it in the shelves, and like it's it's expensive, but I feel like for the fun factor and the fact that you can literally play with it in your house and walk it around and like you know have it shoot like from its eyes and stuff like that, it's really fun. It's like it's I, it's it's my I think it's my favorite thing from Avengers Campus. It's really fun. I'm I'm actually waiting for a video of either yourself, Patrick, or somebody else having their spider bot walk down Main Street, like walking towards the castle. Oh my <laughs> God! Yes, please. Can you do it next time, Patrick? I'll put yeah, it on yeah. the FP report. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like having, having, even having like two or three of them, and they're like inv invading. Like, yeah, you can be like, oh my god, park. one expect one escape <laughs> to the park next door. <laughs> <laughs> it's bringing a new attraction. Oh wait, no, it's not. So yeah, Mission Equipment, really cool store. It, during the previews, it was kind of annoying. I mean, I understand the reasoning behind it, whether it is for resellers or just for capacity of the space. You could not get in from the outside. You had to ride the attraction, which means that once you've ridden an attraction, you have to buy everything you want, and then you can't come back in. So that was a little bit of a downer. But since opening, uh, I think since a couple of days after opening, now it's in free entrance in and out. It's also the the mini shop on front lot there. I mean, it's not the same, but oh, that's right, um, Gateway Shop. It is a it's a cool shop. It has um, it has most of the Spider Man add ons. Yeah, and, uh, it has you can buy your Spider Bot there, or you can buy your Spider like the attachments and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like and it's like, also it has... where you go if you'd like a drink and don't want to go to Star Factory queue and stuff. You can get drinks there. Always mm -hmm. good to know. That's, that's always like a, a good tip for Disneyland Paris is that you can get drinks in a lot of the shops like uh, in Discoveryland, you can get into Constellation and get your drink there. And you get 20%, not 15%. Oh, yes. And because there are shops, <laughs> you get your AP discount on your drinks. If you get it at carts, you do not. I mean, it is probably like 10p, but still. It can add up. It can add up. Yeah, exactly. It can so be you your spider bar fund if you have enough 10, 10 pence. Exactly. After. You know, <laughs> we, you buy 350 cokes and you get free, like, spider bot. And I'm pretty sure you're almost there, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's how I got the spider bot, literally. Yeah. <laughs> On day one. <laughs> uh, so uh, one thing that is also different at Avengers Campus is entertainment. Uh, there is no theater. There is no specific stage. Uh, but there's tons of entertainment. It's kind of all around you. It is on the ground. It is on the ADV, which we'll, we should just talk about. It's really cool vehicle. Uh, it is mostly and often on the rooftop and on the Quinjet platform. 
And just walking around, it's also at the Asgard pedestal. <laughs> it's just literally everywhere. It's on the signal tower where Spider-Man greets the guests in the morning um, and just randomly runs around the various balconies. I've, I've, I've heard some really f- some weird feedback because I totally agree with you. Anytime I've been there, it's literally been six minutes between either a character walking out or a show happening on the rooftop or yeah. just Spider-Man coming out and waving on top of a rooftop or whatever. But like I've seen lately in some uh, comments on the DLP or Bork Facebook page that people have been to the land and they're complaining that there are no times posted for specific things because when they went and I quote, they saw nothing. And I'm like, that's How? that's pretty that's pretty they insane. Saw what? They saw they didn't see anything. Nothing happened when they were when they were in the land. It must be nothing. walking from thing to thing to thing, right? They must be like going into I web. Don't, I, don't, then I don't understand. It. Also, there's something force. to remember is that it is very hot currently, and that some of the offerings may not be running as often as usual. But if you wait around long enough, and I understand that it's hot and it's sunny, and it's not really particularly pleasant to be outside. Some some of those days in July and August were pretty rough. Um, but it's also yeah, pretty it's rough really for the heroes, you know. I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, like Black Widow in her in her black outfit is probably not particularly happy to be jumping around in the sun. They prefer uh, to go to cooler places like California. Yeah, <laughs> and, and of course, it also does stop at the at the end of the day, right? It, it stops right at six six thirty. So if you do walk into the land at the last one or two hours. You're yeah, most likely not going to see any entertainment. From my from my experience, but and again, I'm not. I've been, but from my experience, the later shows tended to be either Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor and Loki, but they would, but they would always still have a character waving out at the Quinjet till about half seven, eight, and then you, when they were doing the because at the minute the land is open till half ten. So from eight till half ten, you can walk into the land. You can pretty much do everything, but you're missing the kind of the the entertainment factor because they haven't factored the entertainment to go as late as the land is open. Yeah, well, which is fair. I think the yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the the eight nine p.m. till ten thirty is kind of like this bonus time. The bonus, people yeah. are just like do the attractions, but eventually think, it will become normal, right? Because that land that park will have to be open kind of late once they've done this expansion. Yeah, yeah but I mean but we like, have. X numbers of years. But, but right. the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing though is that when you when you are in the land, because I, I I was there recently with some friends who were peacing out from start of the afternoon, and they were gonna come back in the early evening because they were like had to have a nap and get some stuff done. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I, I was like, I, I'm gonna see how I feel because I didn't really want to. It was just when the land had opened, so I didn't really want to be waiting. An hour, an hour, an hour and 20 minutes for web, even though I really liked it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see how I can feel, like how how I, how I the land is. And then when I get bored, I'll go. They came back at half seven. And from two o'clock till half seven, I went to the Stark factory for 20 minutes. And if not, I was just outside looking at shows. So there is always something going on. And I, I we've had this conversation individually. But I think the one thing that it's really, I'm really, really curious is... Of course, January, February is like a big downtime, a noticeable downtime for Disneyland Paris. So, like they, they they're not going to logically, they're not going to be wasting money by having loads of shows for very few guests that may be in the land. But when, I think they will. I think they will still keep a decent amount. Maybe yeah, not yeah, as much, yeah, yeah. but like, like at the minute, at the minute, I like I I I it was I I, I actually did time from the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, uh, dance uh, dance challenge uh, to the start of the Loki and uh, Thor show it was six minutes 
because yeah. I was literally standing having a conversation and literally I was like actually the person I was having a conversation with was like oh I'm gonna watch Loki Loki in one hour and then even during the the Guardians of the Galaxy show Spider we heard people cheering and it was because Spider-Man was waving at people behind us on the web building so like I, I like maybe having so many things happening at the same time might be a little bit less but I'm sure I hope I hope that they realize that the really one of the big things is the cast members on the shows and I hope it will come back uh, if they drop down in frequency which I can understand why they would but I hope that it's not going to be like and it's gone and I mean and the thing is also that they're trying to do is they're not giving the times because first they're frequent but also I don't think at this point, and I think in in California they are giving the times. Um, yeah, they, I think they started off not. They started off not because, you know, you know how guests are, even us, you know how everyone is. If you want to see a show in particular, you're going to be starting to line up 20 minutes before. And because the shows are happening on the streets, happening in the middle, on the roofs, it would create giants crowds of people just waiting to see a particular show while the other show is still going on just behind or on top or next so i think just technically it's better that guests don't know the time if you hang out in a village campus for a couple hours you will see other shows you will see i, I also think it's i get why people want to know the time of the shows but i like how organic it feels like yeah. everything feels like it's happening because that's just what's happening in the land at this point like it's not like oh hey the taskmaster yeah he they're gonna be here at 3 30 like, well, no they they come when they come and that battle happens and that's all part of the fun i i think it's it would nice, also be really you know, weird if, if, if a baddie just to reference one conversation out with ban earlier today if a baddie <laughs> would actually announce ahead of time like i'm gonna attack avengers campus at 2 30 Please be there looking at me trying to steal. I'll be on this roof. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that they don't give their times. And and um That's you like know, Thanos energy right there. <laughs> try try not to break the magic here, but the Department of Damage Control of Adventures Campus has a really, really cool uh control room that sees and hears everything, and there is no show control for those shows but they do see and hear everything from this high-tech wall-to-wall of screens uh that sees every corner of the land every stage every show section to coordinate everything that needs to be coordinated for the shows and it's uh it's a real technological feat uh they just control everything uh from a distance and they know exactly where all the heroes are and when they're coming in and so you know this is a message for the uh, Life from the Magic show. If you want to show us the next backstage space, I would like to see the uh, the control room <laughs> at Avengers <laughs> Campus, please. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's um, it's really well done and it's really high tech and really cool, especially for Disneyland Paris. You know, we're not really used to having such cool high tech stuff. When you look at the Christmas parade, they use three different systems that can speak to each other. It's nice to see that we have one high tech system that can handle everything. <laughs> And Welcome to the new century. <laughs> super superhero alliance, the like Black Widow and um, uh, Black Panther show is for me like way better than Superheroes United. Remember the the, the show in studio here? Yeah. Like it's so much better. I think it's maybe it's because they're a bit further away or a bit further up. It doesn't look like play fine. It looks like there's some really cool stunts and really cool acrobatics that happen 
And you're like, oh my God, that actually looks like a genuine thing that I could see in a movie. It's not like, wait and hit me here and then I'll roll. And then like, you know, it looks a bit kind of cringy when you were seeing it on a stage. But when you're seeing it on top of a rooftop, I don't know what, if, if people got better or it's just- No, because it's real, because it's organic yeah. and it's a yeah, real yeah, yeah. place. It's not framed in a, you know, it it's is not, not a, yeah, yeah, it yeah. is it is a set, but it is not a set. This is a real building. This is a real lab that it was part of. There's a whole storyline behind this whole thing. You know, you got to play the game, of course. We all know that it's a land in a theme park, but when you're in there, sometimes you can catch yourself kind of forgetting and being yeah. like, oh, wait, oh, right, right, right. This is not real. But, you know, because you see all this happening and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's, it's really well done. And the way yeah. they come out, they come in. Um, and uh, let's talk about the training center. Uh, the first time I walked in there, I was like, holy shit, this is this is the best waiting room of the resort. Like, I mean, this is the best entrance ever. It is sleek marble, wooden benches, cool lighting. They have this like Jeez. Zen garden in there. <laughs> the reservation system for the meet and greet is weirdly not causing any drama, which... Oh, I, I've, I've seen some people complain online. Ooh, They're like, we, we don't like it. I'm like, but is this the best way? You can reserve uh, okay, the time. Right. I mean, and yeah. you just do your thing. You get a notification, you walk yeah, in, you sit down. Because do you want to queue minutes. for six hours for a hero? Exactly. You're not even going to know which one you're going to get? No. Here well, you um, can just enjoy the land. You can even go in the other park if it's like a three-hour wait and come back. And an added bonus, if you're not in the land, it gets you in. Exactly. Exactly. So we just remember, remember what Elsa and Anna, Anna when they first came out was like three hundred twenty minute wait oh, sweet Lord. to meet yeah. them. Like that was fun. Ooh, why? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how they they have tried that for Princess Pavilion and never worked. I think maybe because Princess Pavilion doesn't have enough capacity to be able to handle like several. Well, no, they they built fast pass machines. Yeah, uh, but that they, never they worked. Built them, they had them turned on for like one day, and then they were eh, not. Yeah, but everyone was running in the morning and queuing two hours to get that ticket. And then you right. had to queue again at the time that you were coming in. And people were like, so I've queued two hours and now I have to queue another hour for this. I might as well just queue three hours. You know? Yeah, but I think, I think look, now they've, now they've rolled it out. They, they can do this. Like, if they... I, I think this queue system should come to Princess Pavilion. Like, why not? Yeah. And D23, Mickey, why not that too? D, D23, and Mickey, absolutely. At, at D23, they're going to announce a new update in Princess Pavilion for Disneyland Park. <laughs> yeah, imagine. <laughs> if only... If only. Um, so yeah, I mean, Hero Training Center, uh, just, you know, it is it is a meet and greet, so it is what you expect, but just so many cool things. Before you get into the room, you have all those lockers, which are the lockers where all the different Avengers store their stuff, because you know what? The Avengers, they're just like us. They need a gym locker, and they just put their stuff here at the training center. Speak for yourself, Ben. I do not have sorry. a gym locker. You don't oh, have a gym locker, no, no. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really cool. You can see all the names and then the rooms are really nice. They're spacious. Mm -hmm. They have lots of lights and uh, Easter eggs the person, and They allow yeah. the, the meat to be intimate at the same mm -hmm. time as, because they've got like that weird screen, don't they? Where like you can kind of see the next person and they can kind of see you, but at the same time, it feels private. It feels like it's a one-on-one -on -one event right here. And it gives yeah. you something to look at before you walk in. And also you can see what to expect to prepare yourself and be maybe a little bit more efficient so that the queue moves a little bit faster. And um, they have this cool 
uh, it's not 360. It's like stop motion. I don't know what is it called. It's like 180, isn't it? It's like it's like um, this cool. I I don't think it's really impressed many people. It's kind of like uh, Matrix looking, you know, back and forth. The camera, like you're not moving, but the camera is. Um, It's an add-on. It's not worth the 15 euros that they're asking. I don't think it's worth the 15 euros. I feel like it's, this is something that is going to be. I feel like it would have been main. cool if it was taking a video. So, like, I don't know, maybe you were like, oh, jumping or something. I don't know, and like it was taking a video of you jumping and it was rotating round whilst you were doing that. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I think it would be amazing if it was part of your photo pass. I think the fact that it's that it's a an add on that you have to pay for kind of makes it less valuable because it's not amazing enough that you would want to pay for it. But yeah. I mean, yeah. if they sell some, good for them. Um, well, they're, they're doing it as, I have um, a magic if you're, card if you're going as a package me. and you're buying a, a PhotoPass just for your trip, there's a new PhotoPass product, PhotoPass Ultimate? Premium. Which is nine, oh, no, premium. The premium one, yeah, yeah. That's 90 euros instead of 75, am I right? Am I yeah. right with the prices? Yeah, so... And it's that, still that it's still fifteen euros, but you know you you can pre-buy it. You don't have yeah, to do it yeah, on the day. Yeah, and that's the ones that they were giving out. So if you need your photos, get, <laughs> I can get them for you. But uh, <laughs> but just but, uh, two euros, I'll do it for euros. you. <laughs> oh my god, that's a new business model. Join join our Patreon for access uh, to the fast, uh, <laughs> ultimate fast pass, uh, ultimate photo pass. Oh god. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the training center, I was super impressed. Uh, and also, uh, Patrick can tell you about his awesome interaction with Iron Man, who there are now besties. Oh, I remember I the first time you met him, so you could good. just not shut up about it for the rest uh, of the day. <laughs> I was like in the chat room. It's like, it, okay, like, let's be real. It is a Darth Vader kind of style interaction. But the the, the phrases, because they're Darth Vader... I'm also not really into Star Wars, but in my defense, I'm also not really into Marvel. It's fine. I'm not like a super big fan, but uh, yeah, Iron Man has like these phrases that are loaded in that you can. So once he, the, the cast member was like, so where, like what language are you speak? Whatever. I was like, oh, I speak English. And he walked over to Spider-Man, and, uh, to Iron Man. And he was like, oh, uh, he, our next recruit speaks English. And then you can literally hear him. He's like, uh, activating translation, blah blah blah, and then he starts talking, talking the language like either English or French here, and just the the phrases that he comes loaded with. It was like I literally had a conversation with Iron Man. He was like, "So, like, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite uh, Avenger?" Like he's pointing to himself, like, "Oh, like I like uh, I like Spider Man." And then he was like, "No, I'm gonna ask you again. Who's your favorite Avenger?" And he keeps reminding himself. And I was like, "Oh, Iron Man." He's like, "Oh, I knew you were gonna say that." Blah blah blah. Like there's loads. There's like so much chat. He's like, what have you been doing? Like, <laughs> have you been enjoying the campus? Blah, blah, blah. Like, there's so much stuff that he can just sit and chat to you about. And then he's like, oh, like, uh, do you know what time it is? I'm like, no, what time is it? You're like, oh, it's photo time. I'm like, oh, it's just insane. And even, even so you're doing this whole, like, big interaction with him and he's, like, chatting to you. And I've seen even when Iron Man is standing at the Quinja, he will literally, like, even though he's he's above the the, the guests, he will literally like look over and wave at people and then sometimes when they're talking to him he'll like he'll activate his translation mode to either speak french or english to people and he's interacting with the guests in the crowd below 
And I just think it's like, it, I, I didn't like the outfit because I know Shanghai debuted this new kind of version of the outfit and I didn't like it, the look of it in the picture. But when you're standing there with him, he looks exactly like you would think the Iron Man would look like. And just the amount of chat that you can have with him, I really wasn't expecting that. It. And it's just, it's, it's literally my favourite, like me, has been just talking to Iron Man. He can, he can literally talk to you. And I'm like, oh, it's just insane. I'm not even a big Iron Man fan. It's like, yeah, he's fun. But like, it's insane. It's so good. I, like, I would go out of my way to meet him because he is just real fun. And, and to tell you how Training Center has been, you know, loved, uh, Tom Corliss even said that this could be the best meet and greets in the world. <laughs> in all Disney parks. That's what he tweeted after he did it. And I was like, wow, okay. So we, you know, I think they did really well there. Yeah, I, I was blown away by it. I thought it was just fantastic even i met um spider-man and you know we, we talk about when they announced spider-man it was kind of like oh, okay spider-man again sure but the fact that now you know you're in campus and that he has his own attraction like that, that interaction is better than it used to be as well because there's actually things to talk about that's in story rather than just like hey are you having a great day yeah i'm having a great day great well, let's take some pictures and let's do some web poses now it's like hey what do you got what are you got up to in the campus today did you come and help me in the web and like there's all sorts of really cool stuff that uh that he, he can shows say you, now. he shows you his first spider bot that he made and that's in a jar on the shelf beside him and then you can see his backpack with like um uh, P, uh, Peter loves MJ. Like, there's loads of like little nods around it, and it's just really, it's like so fun just to like be able to, like, I, 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 the really funny thing is, regardless of what you do in Avengers Campus, regardless of what show you'll see, there's a ninety percent chance that there will be a Spider-Man component to it. But I feel like Spider-Man <laughs> is kind of like. Well, Spider-Man is the most popular in Europe. I mean, he looks, yeah. he, look, he adds a lot of fun to what you're doing. Like he adds fun to the show you're seeing on the rooftop. He adds fun to the fact that he's waving at you. He adds fun to the fact that you're able to go and meet him. It's, it's just real fun. I think he's just, he, Spider-Man is, is a, a hero that's so damn relatable because he's just kind of like all of us, you know, he's like the teenager in all of us. Plus he's got powers. And it's just, I feel like he's so relatable. You know, I, I like Iron Man and all that, but like, you know, it's like Tony Stark can be kind of a dick and, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, you're not like, yeah, that's my dream to hang out at a party with Tony Stark. But like, I feel like I'll have more fun with Spider-Man. Um, but so yeah, for me, it would be Thor and Loki and Patrick knows why. Oh yeah. Can we talk about <laughs> Thor and Loki? Thor and Loki have been knocking it out of the park at Avengers campus. Every time you see them, they're just hilarious. Like Thor, has embraced his goofy side kind of like in you know the latest movies and loki is always somewhere behind him just being like throwing shade he's always rolling his eyes every time thor speaks you have loki in the back who's like Ugh, so fucking annoying you can you can see like the annoyed like they're so good together really funny and and they'll take selfies with you when you walk around like they're super the super friendly. Just, even, just even that little show was like a real surprise. It was a thing that I hadn't really heard too much about. So when I saw them actually doing it, I'm like, whoa. So like, yeah. you know, mm. Thor Loki, the, I, I know we were talking about uh, times earlier, but like they're usually out about, they're out in the afternoon or late afternoon. So, but like, it's just, it just, it's always something new is happening and something like, I don't know, coming out to take selfies or they're coming out to do the show or they're coming out to like, to do the heroic moments. It's just a real fun. And at the Asgard pedestal, there is this, 
you know, a Sword in the Stone upgrade. I mean, Sword in the Stone is a show, I don't know exactly when it started, but I'm pretty sure it was a Disneyland, you know, maybe not original, but like back in the day type of show. And here we are, Avengers Campus just opened and basically it is the same story. It's like Westworld, you know, it's the same story, different, different theme. And, you know, when the, when the little kids manage to all of a sudden lift Thor's hammer and you see the look on his face, it is just, that's Disney magic right there. Like the kid is just like, <gasps> like just dying, you know? And uh, it's, it's just really cute. It's a really cute thing to see. You're just kind of like, wow, he, he really believes it. And, uh, have and you I asked don't blame yourself, him because it's, it's really well done. Um, have you asked the question, yourself the question, do you think you'd be, be able to beat the Magna? To beat what? The Magna. Would you, to, <laughs> would you be able to? Would you be? Would you be able to? No, no. I mean, I would want to try because you know that poor pedestals would be broken. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's um no, it's a really cool idea. I love it. Love it. Um, it's just like it's so silly. It's so silly, but it's fun. Um, yeah, it works. And, and so um, I feel like we should move on to the food because you know, next thing you know, we're gonna have another three-hour episode. Um. Food. We still have we still have thirty minutes to like bring illuminations some way randomly. Into Do not even mention a name. <laughs> and there we have it, illumination. <laughs> and the the opening show for the for the opening night and the press night that was so much better than uh, illuminations. The drones. Yeah, the drones, yeah, yeah, that was great. The should drones. be every night, and we should get rid of illuminations. I was actually speaking. Go. I was actually speaking to someone who works uh, uh, a department on Avengers Campus. And they were like, "We you here for the, for the drone show and for the fireworks show? I was like, no, but I seen it online and whatever. And the person was like, oh yeah, we really, really, really want to do it all the time, but like budgets and blah, blah, blah. So I think, I think they're, quite, they're, they're quite proud of the fact that they were able to launch it with such kind of a cool show. And, and you know, and, uh, I would like it if it, they were able to, but I don't feel like it's the thing that I'm missing from Avengers Campus. Like, I, I love the idea, but I'm not like, Oh, this would be so I, nice I think it would be. I think it would be cool. And you had that. You had that great. Uh, I don't know if you saw. Uh, I think Josh put it on his Instagram story where he's like, he's like stood in front of it. He's like, he's like, whoa! I'm blown away by this. And you could tell it was genuine. Like he actually was blown away by at least the drone tech. Yeah. I mean, as we all know, it's the future of what's coming to parks. Like that. That is the technology they're going to be using in the future. Um, well, and, and to be honest, I mean, the Studios Park really misses a night show, right? And this really was like two nights separated out was really something that you could give the fans. Like, this is a, a park you can also spend the rest of your day in and have Here's dinner. Like, it doesn't have to be a experience like, either, right? It can yeah. be like an adapted version. Yeah, 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 for sure. Or it could also only be on the weekend or every other day or whatever they want to hmm. do in Paris, which the they're pretty is, good this at. Is planned. But... It is planned for the lake. But then just keep it going. Because you're keeping the land open until what ten thirty? No, but I mean, like this is planned for the lake when the when the you know when the lake opens, we're gonna have the night show at that time. So I don't think sure, when they I open mean, in the meantime, campus, you've got, you've got, yeah, you've yeah, got something I mean, in the meantime. It's good. It is it is insanely expensive. It is more expensive than a fireworks show. And so yeah, but I think we can we can lose know, illuminations. It's fine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly what the discussions were, but apparently. Uh, you know, the management team at the press night was like, uh, this is amazing. We have to do this for Josh and, you know, and the fans, of course. Uh, well, but, and, and so they point, did it I... for Josh because, and if you've seen Josh Tomorrow's stories, 
he was just literally like a five-year-old kid. He was he like, was tearing up. Like he was it like actually sounded amazing. like he was crying. This is amazing. It was like, oh my god. Yeah, you know. That's and that's it, cool. Send more budgets, Josh. Number. Send more budgets. You and have then, them somewhere. Where's the checkbook? And and to <laughs> that point though, like a lot of the fans always complain, oh, we weren't on a press event or we weren't on an opening day. We want to experience the exact same thing. So why not indeed bring this out once or twice a week until we get the lake show and have people experience it? Because it's a whole different yeah. experience than Disney Delight on, on what we do with Illuminations, which we can get rid of. But, it is it is risky. Yeah. It is risky, I think, uh, capacity wise. I'm not I'm not trying to be the Debbie Downer here, but well, if you, you do it like only once a week, <laughs> if you do but it I, once I, a week, literally every single guest in the resorts will try to enter Avengers Campus. Yeah, but I mean, but, it's but the but same in Anaheim. Anaheim has similar yeah. things, right? Where they all of a sudden on, on September 2nd will stop with the fireworks. It just becomes a projection yeah, show during I mean, the week. Paradise and... Pier and Main Street have different capacity levels. Than but I, I, think, I think there's a conversation that, that could be had and um, Arvid, you were mentioning, you know, just do it on weekends. Well, if you just did illuminations with fireworks on weekends as well, all of a sudden you've got two places for people to be. Yeah. And not everyone's going to pick Avengers Campus every time because, let's face it, the castle show is still going to be the one that a lot of guests are going to pick because Sadly. it is the castle. And that's just, it's like the thing, right? You go to Disney and you see the fireworks by the castle and that, that's like magical and all, all of those words that you know people associate with Disney. And you could have this other thing happening in the yeah, other park. I mean... First of and all, you can I see can't it believe... from production courtyard as well. Production courtyard is massive. I cannot believe that you managed to bring this chat back to Illuminations. But <laughs> Patrick's it's like, yay! Nine hundred subscribers demand. They, they <laughs> it's literally literally Illuminations the podcast. No, uh, I believe the the real topic everyone is here for is the toilets, and it is on our list. It's coming later. Uh, but let's talk about the food. Let's talk about the food. So um, uh, the Pim Kitchen. Okay, Pim Kitchen. Um, so this is gonna be this is gonna be like a tougher, <laughs> a tougher part. Pim Kitchen. Um, <laughs> and it's, that's it's the review fun. of Pim no, Kitchen. No, 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 wait, wait, no, no, no. Okay, wait. It's just okay. So let's just just first all get over the fact that it is a buffet because Disneyland Paris needs a buffet so people can use their buffet it's, vouchers and it's, it's always going to be a buffet there and it's just how it was always going to be. Are you just throwing shade on me here because I'm just the one that really hates buffets? No, no, buffet, no. I buffet mean, vouchers need to just go. I am right? not. And I know that Disneyland Paris love them, but just understand. give them quick service vouchers. Like just get away with it. I don't understand I what this. type of guests love buffets because, for example, I'm planning to bring my parents this fall, and I already know that like my parents are gonna be like, "Oh, what? No, we're not eating at a buffet." You know, they'd rather have a quick service or a sit down, but like they'll just be like, "We're not gonna do buffet. That's gross. People touch everything." No. Well, didn't we have didn't we have this conversation in the last episode where we were like, "Disneyland Paris needs to show people that they could want something else instead of just pandering to what they the guests are telling them that they want already." Well, really just, yeah. You do have you do have types of guests, and we get we get messages from different types of guests who are planning their stay. And the one, I, I don't know a lot about everything, but one thing I know probably the least amount about is 
like, oh, what about the food plans or kind of what mm. food plan plus what one is which restaurant? And, and because that's not how I visit Disneyland Paris, even though I can read the website like everybody else and I can try and have a kind of a, imagine. And so again, can they. But <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. Again, I'm not saying it like that because I understand we all started out once and we all had questions. And now we look back at those questions and be like, oh, are you serious? You asked that question. But you know, I don't mind helping, trying to help people out. But the, the, the thing is, is everything okay? Yeah. Okay, good. I heard that beep. I was like, what's going on? No. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, the, my window the, is open. I think this no, is right, right, it might be me. It might be me. Someone uh, won't. Find the, find the sound. But the thing the thing about it is, is that it would be cool if they could be like, you know what, this is like a, a it's like it's like a quick serve. They could they can make a new name for it. They could be like, it could be like quick service plus or something where it would be you'd walk up and you would be able to like like in a canteen, you'd be able to like pick like this, this, and this, and that would be your like your what you'd be able to take, and there'd be a choice and blah blah. There be there is a way that they could they they could have done it for it to be not a buffet, but um, I think it's a bit sad that they didn't try because they tried a lot of new things in the land and it worked really well. And if they had to try something new for 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 Pim, it would have been even like it's a chance of success. However. The food at Pym is really good. It's the best place to be in 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 Avengers Campus, and it's not even close. Well, guess guess demand buffets in Disneyland Paris because it's all to do with these meal vouchers, right? And if I give you the choice of a three course table service meal or a buffet, as a guest that is probably looking to be savvy with their money, what's a better value? An all you can eat buffet or a three course meal? It's about how much you can shove down your throat, I guess. And if you're only doing it once a day. The buffet is better value. Like yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, get stuff yourself. Like that. That's kind of the mentality there. Is like just stuff yourself with food. You don't have to eat again. Carry on. But that's that, yeah, that's, I mean, why that's, they the, that's the wider discussion about buffet. That's probably like an endless, you know, <laughs> debate. But, but they it, could plus yeah. it. They could plus they could like because the thing is okay if you just absolutely want to stuff your face. There were lots of buffets that you can do that in Disneyland Paris. But it would have been fun if they were to be like, you know what, we're going to, like, the plus here is a, theme, a really cool themed restaurant or a really cool themed dish that, like, Instagram, because we've talked about this on the podcast before. Instagrammable dishes is a thing that people will, if you have an Instagrammable product, people will want to be like, I need to get my picture taken with the burger that, or the, the this massive burger. And people are doing it now. Like, they're, like, going and making videos of, like, People cooking a massive burger and putting it out and cutting it into slices, and you know, there's like there's, they they could have been like, okay, then if you just want a buffet, then Avengers Campus isn't going to be for you, and you're going to want to go blah 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 to this place and get your because like, but the, the the problem is though is that like we like we saw when it opened after the pandemic, that when they had to try and was it was it at that time they tried they tried to turn Cowboy Cookout into into a buffet style restaurant because it was like. Because uh, they had too many people with meal vouchers that wanted to yeah. fit, blah, blah. Yeah. like you know things like that. I think it, it'd be cool if there was a, 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 a either rework the whole meal plan or blah, blah, just to be able to show guests that yeah, okay, there are buffets, but there are other types of things that yeah. have a plus factor. As in, oh yeah, you really want to eat in this restaurant because X, Y, or Z. So yeah, for me, I thought on your Instagram food thing. Sorry, just for a second. I don't know what you feel about this, but you get that big burger, right? And they cut it up into all the slices. That's much less Instagrammable once four or five slices are gone. 
Like that just looks like a you've taken a picture of a half-eaten burger at that point. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> there's no way around it. I mean, because that's the concept of the restaurant, but so obviously no one asked great. me, but if I was gonna suggest a sort of new approach, is something that has not been done at Disneyland Paris, is the be or guest approach, where mm-hmm. you have you know, either ordering kiosks or you use your app and then you're given a device or you put your phone or whatever and uh, they can locate you directly wherever you want to sit in the restaurant. And you could have this whole like lab theme when you get into this room and you have all those screens like computer screen and you're like, let's make some experiments. I want to blow up the burger and you have like animations of burgers being blown up and stuff. And then you get to the table and they bring the experiment that you've been doing on the screen to your table. No have need for seen, everything. Um, have you ever seen like the roller coaster restaurant in Alton Towers? I have been there. Yeah, like the you could do something really like shit, that with the thing fun. on the screen and then they like send it down the tubes to your table. But I mean, you could have cast members be just cool. being like, here's the experiment that you made on the screen before, you know? And that would have been something different. Yeah. I, was, I mean, there's, yeah, there's all sorts of things you can do, actually. It's I thought the food was good. I See, I I didn't have the... So when I went, a ton of people started queuing up for all the various, like, normal hot food items, which means that there was a queue basically across the entire restaurant. Like, I don't know why people thought that you can just, like, pop in and get what you want. There was a giant queue. And I didn't have the patience for it. So I had, like, mostly all the breaded items. I had the breaded burger and the breaded hot dog and bread, 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 uh, you know, everything. So to me, I found like all I ate was just a combination of sandwiches. But I realized later on that there was a lot of other options there that I have not tried um, when I went. Uh, The desserts were fun. And I think like some of the puns and the ideas that they had were better than others, but you know, yeah. It was it was okay, you know. But I feel like the end of the month, so I'm gonna try. I feel like there was a way to make it more quality if you didn't have buffet style. You know, you could really make some really cool desserts like that comes served on like a proper plate or even proper giant size. You know, like who wouldn't want like a giant Oreo that's like 15 centimeters just for you? You know, like yeah, like even to like take they could have done like. like um, starters and a desserts were like fa- served family style, and then your main was the thing that you would order, and that was, but, but to, to kind of to kind of appease buffet people. But the thing about it is, the food that I've been to Pim Kitchen three times, twice, three times, twice, twice, um, and every time I've eaten, it has a different selection of food. Uh, there are some really like things in it that I I've never eaten at Disneyland Paris before that were really really good. Like um, they have these like Mexican spring rolls where it's like chili con carne and like spice in like a filet like in a filo pastry type thing. It's really good. They have jambalaya. They have, oh, the bacon mash is so good. It's like mash with like bacon bits on top. It's it's it's, it's there's like a different variety of food in that that's pretty pretty good. And like I've yeah, I mean. I can't fault eaten. them on the quality. The quality's fine, yeah. It's worth. It's worth that when you say so what your AP discount. It's thirty five seventy, or uh, infinity. It's thirty five seventy. It's it's a, and you get a drink with that. That's a lot, but you know if it, it and I think the only thing that I would say because before we talk about the other places, it's just a shame to eat something that's actually decent in Avengers Campus. It costs thirty five euros and seventy cents because I don't worry any of the other places that you can get food. Oh, okay. 
And also, uh, let's talk about the theming. I think the entrance is really cool. And they have a few fun things like the tubes that connect with the particles and all that. We didn't get the conveyor, you know, the, the pretzel conveyor belt thing. It's replaced by a screen. And I think a lot of people were kind of disappointed by that. I think it just doesn't really land. It's fine. It's cool. But I mean, you really have to look at it and realize what it is. Um, it feel, it really feels like kind of a budget cut. I think it would have been cool to have some like moving items up there, but hey. uh, otherwise the, the room is pretty cool. They have this amazing dome. Um, they have um, um, all those like funky posters, which are fine. Um, so yeah, I mean, the theming is pretty cool. And I think, and the outside of it is awesome. It looks like a giant bunker. I mean, you cannot recognize the Restaurant de Star Rotunda at all. Uh, well, from the from outside, the you can though. I was I was looking on the outside, and I, I well, haven't been inside. You see the shape it, of it, but I mean this you, giant you concrete shape, thing. But to to that point though, you could always sit halfway inside, right? When you would grab a snack on one of the stands next to it, you could go inside oh, and sit in a little circle. At this like stupid there. cafe cafe thing, is it? Yeah, that <laughs> is, cafe. Well, that is still there. As in, like they still have that round thing, and then you you notice that that is protruding a little bit, and then you have the the rest of Rotonda, whatever you want to call it. It's still, you, you, that's still there. That like that framework is still there. Uh, but I mean, I think they've done a really bang of job, <laughs> like changing that building. I can see an ingest background, which is really useful. I have, um, I have a Zoom background of the Pim Kitchen facade. Yeah. There it is. So now we can just all look at it. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think they've, oh, done, look, there is. they've done such a cool <laughs> job changing this building into like a lab. Um, it, it does look cool. I haven't eaten in there yet, but um, I have a uh, reservation for later in the month, so I'm looking forward right. to it. Uh, so down the road is Stark Factory, and I mean, this is where like business has been happening. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, what, what do you what do you mean? <laughs> well, actually, if you do need uh, that, uh, you can do it between the two restaurants. They've done this really cool hallway that connects. Pim Kitchen to Stark Factory is an inside hallway, and in the middle are the toilets. So you can enter oh, okay. the toilets. Okay, we're doing the toilet talk. Okay, from, you can enter the toilets <laughs> from the main road, but you can also enter from this back hallway that's new. Uh, do you reckon this is why? Do you reckon this is why they make you pay for Pim at the end of the meal? Because if you manage to sneak other people in, they can be like, oh, okay, at your table there are X amount of people, and then that way maybe no, actually. The guy, there was a guy from food who was there and he was talking to his, I don't know, colleague and he was like, yeah, we're making people pay at the end because it feels more upscale. Yeah. I think it's nice because, you know, you can you can buy wines and things like that. And like, you don't want to constantly have to get your card out and pay. Like, just pay once at the end. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But so, um, yeah, through the hallway, you can get into the Avengers toilets <laughs> who are pretty fine. They're just like sleeps, gray, whites. They're kind of your standard issue refurbished Disneyland Paris toilets. Every Avenger uh, 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 poops, basically. So we know that, you know. So Avenger, there is there's are, are you one sure thing about in, that? <laughs> and well, I, you know. <laughs> we don't know. Group, group can't poop. Well, well, he, he sheds, does. And he, he can yeah, shed gross at that he, point. He does. Yeah. It's compost. He basically. He has his own it's compost. Yes. Groot, Groot doesn't doesn't crap. He just composts. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> boy. 
Anyway, anyway, <laughs> um, there is. So I I have not been on a very busy day since proper opening uh, to the to the public. But my concern with these toilets was that is there enough? Because once you, I mean, you can go to the Tower Terror ones, but that's if you can enter and exit freely. But if you're stuck in there, I feel not the toilet, but if you're stuck in the land, the <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this won't be an issue once the land is like free flow. No, but yeah, but I feel like I feel like it can get it would get pretty busy in there because that's the only toilets for two restaurants, two attractions, meet and greet, entertainment, all the food trucks. Like people come here to like drink and what? eat and all that, enjoy the attractions, and there's only one restroom. I don't know. I just feel like oh hi Christina. Um, I just feel like um, it's not it's not a lot. Anyway. Clearly, no one has a comment about this, but I'm quite happy with the toilets. They did a good job. Um, Arvid, you wanted to talk about the water fountain. Well, yeah, just to quickly go back to the toilets, right? Because you're saying, is that enough for two restaurants, or two rides, and whatever it is? We didn't have any more in that area before, right? This was also no, the only ones but we I had. mean, before, like, <laughs> but who would go? Who was going there? Not before? true, but yeah, but at least like they they just like waited out and said, well, it's the same. But moving on to the water fountain, I mean great that we have it but who came up with, with the water that comes out of it that is still the rancidest water that you can have is it it well, just you know, tastes it ta and it smells it like tastes, chlorine it tastes it it does taste pretty chlorine but even in the restaurants in stark in in pim uh we got a jug of water that came out in like a test tube thing and it was really fun but it tastes chlorine af the the difference between uh the water fountain and the restaurant is the water fountain was free so it tasted great because it was free. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, because I heard that on the on the preview day the, these comments, and I was thinking, well, maybe it's because the piping's new. But if it's still happening, then it's it's the yeah. same as what you get in California when you go I to mean, one of the water fountains. There, it's chlorine that you're just drinking. It's disgusting. Mind you, it is a great water fountain. It has two drinking fountains and one bottle refilling station. It looks sleek. It looks cool. It is the future of water fountain Disneyland Paris, and I'm here for it. You can I fill start. up your water bottle without but, having somebody's face that's just yeah, absolutely yeah. like licked the heck out of that water. Although fountain. I have seen people <laughs> sticking their their the the entrance to their bottle up right up to it, and I'm like, guys, come. Yeah, before. don't touch the tip. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a great that's a great tip for a lot of things, Ben. Um, you know, just be careful with the tip. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be our new tagline yeah. for the podcast. Um, so. <laughs> and Arvid is like, "What have I accepted to do?" It is half of. Hey, half but of he, he's completely. Like, he's like, he's, he's, he's like, now a part what? of the team because you yeah. know he said the words. Just going back to toilets. Just don't him. don't touch the tip <laughs> with your tip. Anyway, anyway so the, <laughs> we've lost Arvid. Um, but yes, please put a Brita filter in there, and possibly an antibacterial filter, apparently, because people touch. Anyways, moving on. Next to the water fountain is Stock Factory. I don't know, this is a very bad transition there. Um, so Stock Factory, no one had high expectations for it. And at first glance, it is kind of a big empty room. We do love the Hulkbuster. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. But then when you go to the right side, it's like, oh, yeah. what happened? Like, Peggy. I mean, what well, everything happened. Um, it is uh, uh, Peggy Carter's office and a uh, SSR. SR, SSR, I need to work on my model. SSR, yeah. Uh, SSR, right? a former bunker, and we have photos and props and lights and just 
everything in there that is just such a combination of Easter egg, which I understand from characters that are not really represented anywhere in the parks before. Mm. Um, so very cool, very surprising, I think. And no one, no one has told anyone about this before opening. So it was just kind of like, but when it, when yeah. we did go on press night, when you, when we did go to, um, uh, a star factory, I can't remember which cast member I was talking to, but they were like, uh, you have to come to Peggy Carter's office. I'm like, who's up? What? And he took me to that room and then I posted it on Twitter, just kind of like, oh yeah, there's this. And then everyone was on Twitter was losing their shit. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is cool. Um, but yeah, uh, very well done. Um, it's, I mean, it, the, the only thing I'll say and that in, in true Blockbuster Cafe fashion, it is, kind of weird to have one side as like super themed and then the other side that is pretty much not themed at all. An homage to Backlot. Right. But the left <laughs> side the left side is still kind of a nice area to eat in because they have this new extended room uh, which has sweeping windows over Stark Plaza and you can see the shows, you can see the heroes coming in now, you can you can touch. charge your you can charge your phone for free <laughs> if you know where the clubs are. All right, you can judge people walking by. There's a few by. of those in the arcades too. Um, they have good air conditioning, <laughs> and like it is, it is a great room. I think that's that's like the that's like the good part of the left side. But the right side is definitely where you want to be if you want to like see some Easter eggs and get some like Marvel content. Just make sure, room. just make sure you bring your own sandwich, food, snacks. You know, right. So I didn't mind why. Actually, a Star I... Factory is not gross. Oh, I come on, guys. Come on. I like the pizza. I was eating the pizza and I had it several times and I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised by the pizza, actually. The one with the I, rocket on the top. Yeah, is and the ham. Good. And the ham and the I had it yeah, one really time. Good. I had it one time and it was free. And even when it was free, I was like, eh, I don't think I'd pay 14 euros less. Well, Same. okay, wait, wait. Same. So, wait. So, here, here are two different, these are two different things. Is it value for money or is it good? I think it's good. And yes. it's a good meal for Disneyland Paris for a quick service. I think it's oh, good the, the pizza is good. I, I, think, I think it's, I mean, I wasn't like, you know, listen, I have had the pizza at Colonel Hathi's. Yeah. This, this is not it. Like Colonel Hathi's is basically, you know, when you like forget a, a piece of no, no, toast and then you put ketchup on it, that's kind of how it's a step. It's a step like, up, but it's 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 still it's still pretty poor. It's not like it's not like person. But then again, this is my own personal taste. I, I if I if I if uh, if I had to eat in the land and I I had no choice and I had to spend the whole day in the land and I needed to eat something and I had to buy something. Okay, yeah, I probably get, but. If it's not like it's not adding something to, to like oh when I'm in Walt Disney Studios Park now I have a solid option instead of just having to go to to Uncle Dees like I am like oh I, I picked that so, over Uncle I mean Dees I would definitely time. go there instead of Uncle Dees <laughs> no, 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 oh my god I'm, I'm just saying I would eat rocks before right. I eat Uncle Dees no no <laughs> my my own personal opinion is I just can't I can't I I, I don't I can't justify like I'm not gonna eat. It's but like, then, but then, okay. The second point that you ha that you make is: is it value for money? Is it worth? Is it twelve or fourteen? Fourteen. 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 For, for 14. the one with the rocket on, it's it's fourteen. Yeah. So I agree with you. I agree with you that this is a ten to twelve and not a fourteen. Like if it was like eleven euros with the AP discount, you get it down to like eight nine for a slice of pizza in a theme park for that quality. I would say yes. 
14, <laughs> I think, is too high, and I don't know what they're thinking. So, I, so for, I was so, I was really pleasantly surprised. I like took the first bite at the pizza and went, you know what? That's not bad. That's okay. Well, and, and for me, it is a solid meal, but it's not good. And then for the 14 euros, I would have expected either to get a drink with it or have a side salad instead yeah. of having to yeah. pay separate again for the side salad. When I, when like, I saw when I saw the price, I just sort of went, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get I don't get their pricing, especially you know this is 14, and then the whole unlimited pin buffet is like what 40 yeah 35 40 38 i don't know something like that it's 40, 40 35 40. so uh, i feel like you know what is what is the math here like this is one slice of pizza you can have like 20 of those at pin anyway so and the uh, the pasta was eh, fine so the pasta kind of tasteless the pasta is fine. What I didn't like, and I hope they worked on since I saw them do that, is that they literally take out the giant plastic bags of sauce and just go yeah. into the thing. And I'm like, okay, is there somewhere else you can just open the plastic bags? Not in front of the guests. I think that would be nice. The salads, I've tried the one with the poached eggs. Um, it was kind of nice. It is very like spicy salad, so you got to be into that. I was yeah. I couldn't finish it because to me it was just like too much. I was like, Ugh, this is too peppery. But um, and the thunder cake dessert was um, was disgusting. <laughs> it is fine. disgusting. I mean, I no. I am not oh, I a found fan it of it. I had but two like, bites of it and I was like, someone else finished it. Look, so at, the, look at the choco blast down the road for the same price, and yes. it's like a lot better of a dessert, and it's the exact same price. I, I, I know Disneyland Paris loves a little mousse as a dessert and loves charging you five euros for it because they're doing it in the exact same like you know they have like they have the exact same kind of mentality in 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 other restaurants but I just think for five euros I really thought they could have you know tried to plus it a little bit and they just didn't really whereas when the you one, see the, the one in Casey's corner is much better the chocolate yeah glass, and also yeah. like it's you know since they for one time for Halloween they made those little pumpkin mousse cakes and everyone was like this is awesome and then that's all they do now it's like the shortbread cookies when we had like a shortbread cookie the shape of a character people were like oh wow that's new and awesome and then that's all they've been doing so or they, or they, bring, have... or they break out the printer and they just print it on everything they have <laughs> yeah i mean i'm pretty sure this mousse thing is like probably from a specific provider that makes mousse cakes like anyway i mean the uh, print isn't it's exactly marvel is it it's like um it's like just some lightning it, bolts isn't it why is it a i don't get it thing? i don't get what the link is i don't i don't it, get it like make where lightning well that's zeus i don't even know where is my giant <laughs> stark factory logo like where is the stark industries you know, some I feel like you know Tony Stark. He probably likes some kind of like black and gold chocolates. You know, New York style layered, chocolate. There you go. Layered no, like chocolate <laughs> cake with a Stark Industries logo on top. Chocolate like you're orange. like at a Stark Industries events. You know, like chocolate like orange cake where it would be like literally they could make it as one slice would be chocolate and the other one would be orange or red and orange for like Iron Man or whatever. They could make it as a big cake. They could cut it into slices. They could put it onto a plate. And then on the slice that they give you, they could just put like a, a Stark factory chocolate logo on it. And then that would be your dessert. And I feel like that would be even more satisfying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they came up to that conclusion. Because those, those plots are in cakes at Disneyland. They're always really cool. 
Oh, also, like the Chocoblast from the Super Diner could be sold here, and I think it would be a huge hit. It's really yeah. nice. It's Let's tasty. talk about the Super Diner. I still have one point for Stark Factory, though. The, the, the thing I do think is great, and, and Ben and I, you and I had a discussion about the whole like making pizza on side, and I do think they should make it more prominent. The fact that we can smell it from the moment you walk into the line, you can smell fresh, fresh pizza is amazing. I, yeah, and it was really cool actually standing there at the the counter, and they hadn't got the pizza that I was looking for because I was looking for the one with the rocket, and like the pizza comes out of the oven, and then all of a sudden you've got like two class members just like putting all the toppings really fast and actually kind of well actually on top of that pizza, it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is fun that they're making a lot of things on site, and then it's not just coming out from frozen. I'll give them that. Is it is it worth the extra euros? Not sure. Um, I think there's a price adjustment that needs to be done there. But you know what? I mean, it's it's not that expensive but, to make but, a pizza. Let's be well, honest. It's it's selling out. <laughs> it's probably really popular. Like people are not going to stop going there. So the price. I mean, is that our own police? I mean, yeah. let's let's face it. You're going to pick stock factory, of course. Well, and and to that point, like what you're saying, like maybe it's the, a couple extra euros, but you still have to make the pizza, right? So they either make it on stage or off stage. So to yeah, me, yeah. Like, I that mean, doesn't add to the cost. I, no, no, absolutely. I mean, there was definitely an effort there to be a bit of like of a show kitchen, which is something that they've never done for a quick service, which is cool. That's nice. Yeah. Because all the other all the other quick services, you don't really see what's going on back there. I mean, you see kind of you like also don't want to know what's you happening. See, you know, there. yeah, you don't want to know. Like at Fuente, you see them cook all the hakuna matata chicken, and you're like. Oh. What's that name back there? <laughs> and now they even like unified the costume. So it's just like, hey, you can wear a different scarf yeah, just, and, and that works. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about that. I was, I was wondering if they're not just reversible. Probably, probably are. Let's they have little <laughs> vests that they wear on top of the shirts. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure those are reversible. That's really smart, though. So you have one yeah. costume, you just make it reversible. And, mm. and I mean, at Left Fuente, we did have the show kitchen, right? Because you were able before, what, three years ago, oh, you could still get right. the fresh veggies yeah. that were cooked for you while you were standing there. You did. So, they had the thing on the side, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And now yeah. it's like a curtain. Anyway. Yeah. This could become the margarita bar, PS, if you're listening. Um, so you can just come in and get margarita and nachos and not have to wait in the main queue. They could make two margarita bars. <laughs> One on each side. <laughs> Do they want money or not? We need the seat tickets. Anyway. Um, so... Super diner, diner, Patrick, you are the only one who ate there. Did you eat there, Arvid? No, not no. at all. No. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's 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 you know, it's a it's sandwich and you know, they, there's plenty of meat in it and it's made fresh to order and they use the same mustard that they use in everything else in the land, which is pretty, you know, disappointing. But so that that way I need that way I just know I need to ask for it with no mustard the next time because I did see someone actually request no mustard and they were able to work, like fulfill that request. Bring it so, all. Yeah, just put like extra ketchup and stop putting mustard on it. But like you know, it's lovely. It's very tasty. Um, Eleven euros, I think it was how much it cost. And, yeah. Which and is then, kind of crazy that a slice of pizza is fourteen, but a freshly made toasted Reuben sandwich with ton of meat inside. Is eleven. What happened? And and the place is a lot more exclusive, right? I mean, because it's you less have more space of an experience. Than, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, it. and it's never particularly busy either. Because I went one time the the first day it was opened, I went and I got the Reuben and the and a Coke, and I think with my AP discount it came to like eleven seventy or twelve euros or something stupid like that. 
So like that was I was pretty happy paying that much for that for the sandwich that I got. But then I was like, oh, I want the chocolate blast and I really don't have it. So I went back the next week and I was like, hi, I just want the chocolate blast. Is that okay? And they're like, yeah, sure. So like they weren't like making you like, no, you have to like buy a meal or you have to buy like more than just a dessert. So like, you know, they don't seem to ever have, I I, I, I even got managed to get a chocolate blast to go. So I was like, ah, oh, can I take this to go? And they're like, normally we don't do it to go, but yeah, you can have it. So like they're never particularly busy. Whereas I remember when it was the only, well, the only time I was I was only ever at Cafe de Cascada once, and that was with Jeff. And I remember like you would have to wait a long time because people were like it was a small thing, and they had a specific amount of seats, and you had to wait to get in. And they were um, making those burgers like to order, so it took forever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the it took forever, but they be- were amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I know I know a lot of people wanted the shawarma, and some people wanted the burgers back. I mean, it is what it is. I think I think though the shawarma talk about trying something new. They are trying something new there. Yeah, but the, the, I, I I totally I totally agree. I think what the, the for me where they need to really try something new is with that hot dog stand, because oh God, yeah because. I understand the I understand the reason why they were like okay we have to have something that like you know because they are trying noodles with the web uh, food truck they're trying like pizzas and pastas and they're like oh we needed like a fa- like a stable thing that people will be able to eat and blah 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 and so they decided on hot dogs but that's where they could have put one or that's where they could have put something like I, my personal having tasted them at Pim Test Kitchen the corn dogs they could have done regular sized corn dogs because the corn dogs in Test Kitchen are really good. So, but they're only small little mini ones. So I would have put that in like the, the hot dog stand and that would have been like, that's a thing that I would spend 12 euros on to get my uh, corn dog because it's, it's really nice. It's really tasty. Yeah, um, that hot dog as well was fine. It's the same as Casey's corn. It's the same so, like, as Casey's. It's got so a nice wrapper really, though. If you really want, and like, and and they use the same main mustard, so it's like still. It's the same menu sure. as well. Like they give it a new name, sure, but it's yeah, Captain it's America's favorite, and it's like basically just a regular traditional hot dog. But like, no, no, I I definitely think superhero diner. I where for me it would like the sandwich is nice. Where I really think they they pulled it up for me was they were like, no, we have a special dessert, and it's the chocolate smash, and it's five euros, and it's really tasty. Like I would, I, I like I would happily like go just to superhero diner to get the chocolate smash because it's pretty good it's like a five euro tree and you get your ap discount so it goes down to 420 or 427 or something like that so like it, you know it's pretty it's it's like it's all it's a solid tree like it's a thing that i would like hmm, yeah i really fancy a tree and i'll go and get my taco last hmm. all right so, well I, I guess it sounds like they, they did a pretty good job um yeah. and the food trucks we touched a little bit on it um so hot dog food truck, no. Just but boring. Dude, like, it's, yes. it's not even like it's just yes. boring. Sorry, it's just boring. Avid likes but, it. But what is boring? Like, can you explain to me what is boring? Because I like the hot dog at that food truck better than the one at Casey's Corner. Okay. Like, I the little them, extra so. sprinkle that's on top of it on the the Captain America one or whatever they call it. I I did like that better than the one they have in Casey's Corner, and also the way they were made. Like I'm not quite sure if that machine that's in the back just makes them better than what they do at Casey's Corner, where they just context, toss them through context, the window. Context for the listener: I got a veggie hot dog out of the out of the the hot dog stand in in Avengers Campus, and I literally took one bite out of it, and I was like, I can't do this. So Arvid uh, and Christina were like, "We'll finish it," and I was like, "You enjoy that because I literally can't." And, and you really <laughs> but it's, enjoyed it's, it. 
Oh. But is, is is this a veggie with a hard G or was this a veggie with a hard G? Oh, it was a veg. It was it's veggie is always with a hard G. But um, but uh, no, no, no. Like it, like the make the mustard on it, and I was like, oh, it's just not a thing. I just that wish I, I just wish they tried something new, even with the menu. Like if you're gonna do hot dogs, just don't give me the same hot dog menu as as in Casey's Corner, but with new names. Like you can do some interesting stuff. Some really interesting things you can do with hot dogs. But I mean, to some extent, you need to cater to like kids that are gonna want a simple, plain hot dog. Or picky. Ears. We can't always yeah, look yeah. at yeah. things yeah. from our adult sure. Disney fan perspective. And, and you can always you can always do that. Like you can do a, a hot dog and a cheese hot dog. They're they're really simple. But you could also do I don't know some hot dog with I don't know whatever they do. What do they do like? Waltz chili or whatever. I don't. I don't know. Like, there's all sorts of things you can put on top of hot dogs, and you can just like layer them up. It's it's quite simple. Well, I I, I do think it comes down to the fact that it is a food truck to have limited space in there. So what are you going to crank out? Things that are easily made, unless well, Patrick and I noticed that even on a day they can run out of hot dogs, and then they literally tell you <laughs> to come back two hours later. But and, and that's they, the thing that well, happened. That that's the thing that happened to me. I wanted sorry to cut you off. I wanted to just buy a an, an ice pop for a friend so i was like i wanted the spider-man one so i knew they had it there so i was queuing and they literally like i was inching my way up and it was taking ages and it was taking ages and four people before me they were like they just stopped and for five minutes they were like blah blah, blah. and then this one stuck her head out of the window and she was it was lunchtime it was like 12 o'clock so it was the start of the lunch rush and she stuck her head out the window and she was like oh yeah sorry we just have the problem with the sausages we don't have any and I was like, I just want to buy an ice cream. Can I buy an ice cream? And she was like, Oh yeah, if you just want to buy an ice cream, if you're not if you're not difficult like everybody else here, you can buy an ice cream. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> difficult. Uh, like everybody else. I was like, Okay. So and, and for that, and for that, they but, should have had the little ice cream van thingy that Ben tweeted about. That yeah, you know, I had a draft tweet, but nothing thingy. happened. Yeah, I don't know. This we haven't seen yet. Um, I've also tried the uh, the noodle soup from the. Uh, web food truck and it was nice it's very gingery patrick didn't like it was too gingery for patrick um but um it was cute it has like all the letters of web in there um i was also trying to no, 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 no. so it, it doesn't have all the letters of web in there right you need to be honest on how you guys got web in your no your... so wait no so they are all in there but you really have to go fish around for them yeah yeah, but it's easier if you have several soups and you can just have several people fish on the top of them and then put them in your own soup for the photo for GLP report. When I when I when I had my web one, all the letters were in there, but I didn't get them all at the same time. But yeah, you do normally get each yeah. one. I think we're 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 a big team. We share vegetable letters. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and also welcome to the last half hour of the podcast. <laughs> That's crazy. I also um, tried the warm coconut balls, and they're I, they're horrible. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're just like okay. So, see, Patrick, you may know more about this, but everyone who's French on the team was like, "Yeah, this is like classic. You get that at all the Chinese restaurants in France." Um, the it French just, Chinese restaurants, then, yes, because exactly. not the Chinese. In my defense, yeah, yeah, the French I, in I, France. I, I love mm. a good Chinese buffet restaurant. You love some warm balls. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> oh God, I'm so glad my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, but anyway, she's like, she's already like trying to disown me as it is. Uh, but um, no, no, no. 
I was, um, I've been to like plenty of Chinese uh, like buffet restaurants in France and I've never seen these types of things offered at the end as a dessert. And the first time I had one was at the Web food truck and it's absolutely vile. I, I don't, I don't, oh God. Um, uh, it's absolutely vile. I really, I, I, I don't know how people- I didn't find them that offensive. I ate They're them. pretty bad. Like it's like, it's rubbery and chewy and slimy and all these things and but eggs be... with coconuts. And I'm like, ugh. To be fair, when I had them, I had barely five minutes to eat dinner at the press night. And so I didn't have much food and basically they were there and I was like, sure, I need something to eat because I was literally, I think if you're starving, you just. I mean, I haven't, I haven't heard anything good about them. Fine. <laughs> like since, I mean, since, <laughs> since it opened, like I haven't heard anybody going. Yeah, yeah. they're really good. No, yeah. Um, what was really good was the little mango pots at uh, the web food truck that I tried. It's mango. It's mango. Five five year five year old mango baby. Yeah, but I had them on the AP preview on the no, not the AP preview. The on the on the inside years day, and we didn't have to pay for that. Oh, is that information going to come out now? And all these AP uh, groups are going to be like, "What do you mean they ate for free?" And then they're going to be like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. No one knew. It needed it I. <laughs> we got in there and they were like, yeah, what do you want? Anyway, um, it was nice. It was nice. It was unexpected. I, you know, it's don't, don't hate the players. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't hate the players. We didn't even think we were eating at some point. We didn't because think I, we I remember they were, like, they were like, they were like, they were well, planning you know, on like bringing our own sandwich. You can't, yeah. if you leave, like, then, you know, yeah. you leave. Buy, and we're all sitting around going, it's going to be hot, but what about if we need like yeah. water and things? We're and they're like, like, let's bring well, water tough. and sandwiches <laughs> from Pretz outside. And I had we, I had a bag full of absolute, like full to the brim with snacks that would be shareable so that anyone that I met could be like, would you like something from my bag? And because it was free, I was like, I'm just literally carrying like six kilos worth of things on my back for absolute reason. <laughs> <laughs> And talking, so anyways, <laughs> finishing on the food trucks, if you haven't gone around the uh, fantastic Always a good place to finish. Truck, Always a good place to finish. Um, <laughs> um, is um, you need to look around the fantastic food truck, which is the hot dog food truck that no one likes, apparently, um, to look at all the photos and all the stickers. Sorry, Arvid likes the hot dogs. So if, if you see Arvid. I just think they can do better things with it. Like, I don't um, know. But the truck has photos of legend uh, Beth Clapperton um, as the owner of the food truck who's traveled around the world. They're all Photoshop, but they're all very funny. Um, and the food truck has been to Anaheim, to New Asgard, to uh, just about everywhere on the planet. And they've done a really good job. All the stickers have a million Easter eggs. You can spend the afternoon looking at all of them. Um, did you know that there's a show that happens? Because I was sitting at uh, a superhero diner and I was having something to eat. I think I was having my Choco Blast. And uh, we heard this massive And we were like, what the hell is going on? And the, the tires were busting. And you could see them going flat. And I was like, okay, so the food truck is- Oh, yes, right, I remember staying, this stuff. Staying where it is. Staying the food truck is. went flat, I had a flat tire. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I don't know why, because it wasn't moving, but. The Someone split the tires, maybe. Is the heat? Well, <laughs> it was. was it the, was Patrick after eating his veggie. No, it was the pre- it was the pressure was of like, my expectations. Just you know, it was too much to bear for the oh, truck. Oh, all right. Yeah. 
Uh, so the Funko Pops in the in the in the dashboard as well. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Um. So Avengers Campus. I think we are all super proud of it. I am proud of Disneyland Paris for pulling this off. And you know when when the whole extension expansion was announced, people were like, like ah, Frozen, Star Wars, if it happens. Um. And everyone was kind of like, oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, they're going to retheme Backlot. Well, that, that'll be just, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, but I think it turned out so much greater uh, than the sum of what was there before. And everything is, I mean, you know, I feel there's like trees. We didn't say that yet. There are oh trees. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's trees everywhere. And like, <laughs> it's just like you, you know, when you're in a queue, like the, the poles have little Spider Man or Avengers logos on them. The, um, you know, everywhere you look, there's something to see, whether it is like some cool detail. It goes from like, you know, being a Spider Man fan and being like, look, Spider Man, to being like a super deep Marvel fan and being like, yes, uh, this is the photo of that one defunct hero who knew the blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you know, you can really go really deep into the details. You can really just enjoy. If you don't know anything about Marvel, you can still have a great day, I think, which is really cool. If you don't like Spider-Man, I think you'll still have a blast on Spider-Man Web Adventure. And look at look at, <laughs> look at, look at how quiet California fans have been because I haven't seen them being like, we still have the best campus because they don't because the best campus is on Paris. So they snap. don't. Eh, snap. Yeah, it's, uh, no, but it's true. It's very true. Yeah, they have the best quick service though. Yeah, and really, I mean, we've we haven't really <laughs> but, talked but about do them. Hear, do you hear? Do you hear <laughs> people in Disneyland Paris being like, "Well, we've got good food too"? No, because we're like, we're not even going to say that. Argument. I mean, uh, just yeah. you know, the food at Avengers Campus is not directed by Imagineering, and it shows. And you know, it's not. I think the, I think the food team has done the food team has not has not fucked up, but they also haven't like. Let's not award them any medals yet. Anyway, the I DLP is, thirty food is better. It is oh, standard. I think, <laughs> I think I think they've provi- they provided a standard performance based on expectations. Um, it wasn't wow, really that was, that beyond, was lovely and uh, descriptive. It wasn't really <laughs> beyond anything that anyone was you know. But hey, it's fine. I think I think at least is not. It's very much the weakest link in in like in, in a package. It is the it's a noticeable yeah. weakest link. Yeah, and I also really, um, and also really... I feel like uh, the the land will also really come into place when the lake open and the expansion open when when you can actually enter and exit through the other side and acts and like you'll just be thrown onto like the lake path. Um, yeah, and you don't have to other... walk past that kind of horrible walkway past Tower yeah. of Terror. I think that's also going to really help the land. So Where they like still have that row into itself. The, they still have the on that little gate by the back of Tower of Terror. They still have the the imprints from when they did the, <laughs> yeah. the Frozen. Three. Yes. Yeah, from <laughs> yeah. Uh, from fan days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. God. Uh, but yeah, and you know, and we we haven't mentioned them in the celebrity section, but I feel like there are becoming celebrities in Paris. It's the Imagineering team that's been so lovely and doing the rounds of you know conferences interviews presentations videos just about everything and also they were around the land for so many days um doing the previews after opening uh got to chat with all of them and they've all been like so lovely and even you know i i had a chat with some of the imagineers uh randomly in star factory and after 10 seconds of you know being cordial they were like so 
by force. Tell me, tell me. So what do you think? And I was like, uh, you know, and they were like, come on. Yes, it's dark. We know. We want to know what you think. And I was like, wow, that's like super. They were like, yes, we're aware. And I don't know. They, they're just um, really involved and really proud of what they've done and, um, and really want to improve whatever, you know, little, you know, the comments that people have had. So, um, the, the, criticism, the criticism we get on flight, flight force are fixable, right? They're, they're not. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think everything that people are complaining or unhappy about are very easily fixable things, and that's that's and a good thing. If, it's not like I mean, you know we need to redo the building. Like that's, even, that's, even if they didn't, even if they didn't fix them, I don't feel like it's going to be like oh, I'm really not enjoying Avengers Campus because it's too dark in Avengers Flight Force. Do you know what I mean? I like, mean, you know, like the, when it, the experience in a, as a whole is pretty solid. Like, when it I mean? comes down to it, when you get off that roller coaster, are you not like completely, you know, high and excited? Yeah, if you're yes. If you just get at the end. Is, if you're thinking about how dark it is and not that you've gone on a mission with Captain America, Captain Marvel, goddamn it, Captain Marvel and Iron Man, uh, like that—that that means that like they've literally spent a lot of money on literally nothing because they failed their job. So like you know, I don't know. I feel like some people like to complain a little bit. And it I, is I, no, but I mean, it's like it's an exhilarating experience. Like you get off that coaster, you still like it's a fun coaster. And when you get off, you know, Spider Man. You forgot that the pre-show was in France because you had so much fun shooting. Or that the fans. ride, or that the ride wasn't really working that well, and it wasn't taking your. Oh, uh, yeah, they've had. I'm call, I call it teething, teething issues. I hope so. I yeah, hope so. They'll, they'll fix it. They'll fix cause, it. Because I feel like it's been getting a bit worse. But let's hope they fix it. Yeah, they fix it. Don't worry. Yeah. Anyways, how about elimination, huh? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> let's let's, let's, let's lit- move on to toilet talk. Four minutes, We've already four done till it's like, and you know, it's four minutes to midnight, and that's don't touch the tip and get, don't get stuck in it. And yeah, things are gonna get crazy on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, what's next for Walt Disney Studios Park? Yes, what is next for Walt Disney Studios Park? Well, what is next for Walt Disney Studios Park is this uh, amazing garden that we're getting next. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't, I, I think that's gonna be really nice, actually. Like, that's, yes, yes, I joke, I but it, yes, it is important and is it's, it's gonna be an important link between hmm. the um, you know, the, the old and the new, and hopefully the old gets a link of paint because Jesus, yeah, um, yeah, like someone please help production courtyard and tune studio because the more they build new amazing things, the more I mean. <laughs> When you get thrown out of Avengers Campus, whichever way you exit, either you get behind Tower Terror yeah. and get thrown on a Hollywood Boulevard, which is literally the biggest slap in the face, or you get thrown back out on Production Courtyard and you're like, oh, yeah. You don't even get thrown out to the nice part of Hollywood Boulevard. You get thrown no. out to the metal facades. The back, the back <laughs> of the cardboard is kind of like, oh, right. Well, that has to be changed because you're going to come back down from the lake. And at the moment, that's all just metal. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I mean, there's, these, there's no way that's staying the same. All these are going to get removed and stuff, but I mean, when and how and what is it going to look like? I guess we'll find out, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, those, those, those gardens, I think, is what we're getting next, and and the flat rides that shall not be named, and the restaurant by the lake. But I have so many questions about this restaurant. Are they all going to open the restaurant if the lake is not done? I mean, I would love it because I love to look at the construction of the lake. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, that, that won't look great because you'll just be looking out onto construction walls and that takes away some yeah. of the value from the restaurant. Right? So they can't open the restaurant well, until the lake is full. To be, to be perfectly honest, they've been doing that in Anaheim with the Blue Bayou. 
they were renovating pirates and you could still have dinner. Yeah, but that's not opening it. It's brand new though. But that's because Blue Bayou has good food and people still wanted to eat whatever they serve. Like, let's face it, we just had a whole conversation about food. Are people still going to eat somewhere that has no windows? No. I mean, unless you're using your voucher, your buffet voucher. <laughs> oh my God, please do not make it a buffet voucher. I, I, I really No, think... no, no, it's not going to be a good fetch. I really uh, think the 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 gardens and you know that lakeside restaurant, even without a lake, maybe we'll see. Um, it's a pretty major step, and I think yeah. that's going to make that central section of the park so much nicer. That everything else is just going to stand out as a sore thumb, like production courtyard. We're going to look at production courtyard in like two years time and go, well, I mean, we look at it now and go, what is this? But yeah. I mean, they need to do something about it, but what? And also, like, are they going to repave the entirety of Hollywood Boulevard? Because I feel like this needs to be harmonized. Like, you're not going to have, like, what, half half old concrete and then it's yeah. going to be new yeah. paving. They need to repave the entire road, right? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. And then that, that, needs, that needs to interact nicely with the um, the crosswalk. Yeah, Tower Terror side of things. Um, yeah. yeah. So all the way through, all the way through to production quite But I mean, really. I mean, the entrance from you know from that 2018, 19 concept art, the entrance to Toy Story Land is going to move from like where the toilets are, sorry, to where to basically you know behind the bamboo forests there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, uh, what, what is it? RC Racer? No. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that walkway actually from uh, RC Racer up to Cars Road Trip, it's a nice walkway. Like it feels like yeah. it's new. It feels kind of optimistic about what the future has, and you can tell. Even though one side most of the time you're walking down there is barriers, you can tell that there's something nice that's going to be on the mm. other side of those barriers. And this will be a nice walkway one day. They have major parade gates. Like they're huge. Um, yeah, and that walkway is large. Like it could fit, maybe not floats, but it could fit like a lot of people. But I don't so, think that walkway needs to fit floats. It'd be another no, no, fit no. Floats. But I mean, it needs to fit like utility vehicles that are going to be servicing yeah. the lake and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so it's it's exciting to see. And so that's what's next because you know we're fans now. We have we have Avengers Campus. So chop chop, we want the next toy. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's no. Disney hasn't really given a new estimate on anything at all. So maybe at D23, we'll know a bit more about the schedule and when things are going to be opening, but I don't know. I expect that see. we start hearing about, I mean, maybe not straight away, but we can get a good idea of what's coming from Frozen pretty soon because we've got the land opening up in Hong Kong in the not too far future. And it's not, it's not going to be a million miles away from, from that. I mean, I know it's, it will be different. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. For Paris, I don't, I don't have a lot of hope for imminent announcements. But let's see. Let's see. No, not? but what I mean is, you know, you'll, you'll be able they'll to have to Hong show Kong something at D twenty three, and I'm sure they're going to be like, "Look, we opened Avengers Campus. Here's a cool video." Yeah, um, but I mean, you'll be able to like look at Hong Kong and go, "Well, you know, the facades look nice," and you'll get some ideas. Just like you got ideas when Avengers Campus opened in Anaheim, you were going, "Well, I know it's going to be different, but yeah, I think, I think." Frozen in Paris will be a lot more similar to Hong Kong than Avengers Campus Paris and Avengers Campus Anaheim. 
Yeah. Just because uh, of like the nature of it, Frozen is just made from scratch, and I think a lot of the plans. Well, they're getting the they're getting two attractions though. So. Right, 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 right. But I mean, apart from that, uh, like the the town and the castle and uh, all that, I think is the be... quick service restaurant, which that would be fun. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, at least we're not getting a Frozen buffet. Kumi soup. At least we're not getting Kumi soup. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> well, the good thing is that, you know, there's so much to look forward to. I remember Where's Ali? That's next year as well. I mean, it's not Walt Disney Studios, but... Oh, yeah. I mean... There's some big village. stuff coming. Are they going to be in time for this? Because the they just emptied the space, but nothing has been done yet. I mean, let's face it, like, I refurbishing, guess just, uh, refurbishing a restaurant is easy. Yeah, that's true. But Although aren't they going to demolish it? They're going to demolish it and rebuild it, apparently. No. No, no I mean, I the, con- the concept, the concept no, art not, looks identical. Not. I yeah. saw like a demolition permit was filed or something, wasn't it? But that might be for the no. outside section, right? No, they, they're, they're not going to demolish the whole building. No, but they're going to demolish parts of it. Yeah, that that front section probably. Yeah. They're yeah, extending, no, that's what I mean. They're no, extending right. the kitchen. They're doing like some sort of stuff like that. So like they're they are gonna like that's what I mean in that they're gonna like there is gonna be like some structural modifications, right? So yeah, I don't I don't think it's gonna be a heck of a lot of work. I, I think. That will open on time. I'm I'm pretty optimistic about that one. It'll be weird because it's going to look nice compared to the rest. It's going to be another Walt Disney Studio situation when you have like something super pretty and next to it, like across from it, is going to be the Rainforest Cafe, which basically you're lucky if like some frog is not falling on your face. Well, Earl's Sandwich looks pretty good. That looks nice. Yeah, it's all right. no, it does. It looks nice, it, and it has that nice upside upstairs section looking out onto the lake. Everything's just so mismatched. But I think it, I think Earl's sandwich won't be mismatched when when this is all done. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Starbucks; it's already done, basically. The the, the Walt yeah. Disney the Disney Village refurb is brought to you by Earl's sandwich and Starbucks because they're literally the only two things that they're not going to have to. And do. also, it's all happening over five years, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, you can't really close things down because. I know. I know we I get know, we get to this point in winter where, at the moment, okay, great, we're, we're open until eleven p.m. and that's nice. Um, but yeah. we got six thirty closes on the way, and uh, they are boring. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, in any case, very proud of Avengers Campus, and I think it's going to be you know the thing for the next uh, year and a half until we get anything else new. So um, yeah, enjoy it. Um, but uh, <laughs> thanks, a lot of our hard work thanks. went into this. Thanks, <laughs> so yeah, enjoy yeah, it, everyone. Yeah, just like enjoy it. Did a lot of <laughs> work on that. Shut up, everyone, and just enjoy it and stop complaining about a new uh, attraction in Disney Park. I mean, you know, Natasha was pretty clear when we had that, that meeting with her. She was like, well, I think basically until all the expansion is done, nothing is going to Disney Park. So it's, it's hard to disagree with that because the studios need it. I mean, you know, we we're right now we have a two point we have one point four parks in Paris. We need to have two parks. We need to have two full real parks. Well, Disney Studios, it's like a three hour thing, and Avengers Campus pushed it to like five hours. If you unless you're Patrick and you spend your whole day there, but um, that's <laughs> he's like yeah, that's, that's so true. Um, and or me, I mean, I spent so many days in there. Um, but, but you know, for like your average guest, like we need to have 
two parks where people can spend two full days without redoing anything, without being bored, without going back to the hotel. We need those two full parks. So yeah, until we get that, studios, it, it's going to need Frozen. It's going to need the lake, and it's going to need the third land or whatever it is. It, yeah, that's needed. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now it is just not a full day park, even with Avengers Campus. I mean, it's getting, it's it's better, it's better. But it will be. Yeah. Better. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna like do, you know, Crush Coaster, Ratatouille, some Toy Story Playland, watch a couple shows, and do Avengers Campus, you'll have a good day at Walt Disney Studio Park. But it's still, it's still not it's, Disney California Adventure level of like I'm having a blast in this park all day doing all those amazing things. Mm. No, no, I totally agree. But I think, that if, again, for people who are listening, and if you do only have a day and you're like, oh, do I want to waste the day in Walt Disney Studios Park? I feel like if you are interested in discovering Avengers Campus and you are interested in, like, discovering, like, the whole kind of array of things that you can do there, I feel like, you know, with, like, the, with, like, a couple, like, with Disney Junior, uh, Frozen, uh, Crush, Ratatouille, a little bit of Playland, and heading into campus, and if you manage to snag a reservation for PIM, like that's that's a pretty like I would be happy yeah, yeah. to to yeah, pay I, for yeah. Pay, I, no, pay I agree. That, that's a that's a good day. That's a good yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I, I think whereas maybe up until I don't know, like a month or two ago, we'd probably go, oh, you're going to use your one day one park yeah. ticket on no, studios. No, no, oh, don't yeah. do that. Now it's like, place. oh, okay. Well, you want to see campus? Yeah, it kind of makes sense. You're going to have a good day. Yeah, like, because you could, because, yeah, like, because you could totally blitz it in magic hours before. Like, you could have used your magic hour and pretty much had time to spare to run over into into Disneyland Park before uh, they started letting the masses into there. So, like, you, you know, you could, you, but, like, no, I think, I, generally, I really, I wouldn't be afraid to recommend some as someone who's interested in campus to, to spend a day in Walt Disney Studios Park, you'll have a really fun time. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> anything, anything else? Should we, should we end it there so that we don't have another three-hour episode? Isn't it already know. three hours? It's pretty much yeah, already three hours. Pretty much yeah, three close hours. to three hours. <laughs> it might just be close to three hours. Well, it's a new land. Like, how often do you get a We new didn't land? even have a break. <laughs> no, we didn't have music. We, Patrick, did you have a quiz? Should we do the quiz? Uh, no, let's not do the quiz because I didn't do it. Uh, because ah, okay, I, well then. Okay, we're so gonna we'll have, have a quiz. We'll have, have a quiz next time, and I think our next episode is probably going to be sometime in September after um, some. This of is how I get asked back to the co- to, to the podcast. I have to do the quiz, or else I'm not allowed back. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the but next one's know, after after D23. Exactly, so we can discuss all the announcements for Disneyland Paris. Probably not much. <laughs> but anyways, oh. thank you, thank you, uh, my fellow recruits, for being on the show. Uh, uh, Jeff, Patrick, and Arvid, special guest today. Sorry, it's so late. I hope uh, Christina doesn't uh, get mad at us. Uh, please apologize. Oh well. Uh, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and thanks everyone for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.